0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Capiche Filmcast. Stephen Barry here for another thrilling, tantalising episode of the Bond Daft Project. The second episode, of, actually third episode of our ranking uh, series, we are going to be ranking the films. This week's topic is the Bond theme songs, the individual theme song for each of the films. Joined of course by my usual Bond aficionados, Francis Murphy.
1: Yo 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 yo!
0: Oh oh okay, that was uh... I
1: had a bit of a yo malfunction there. But... <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve McCall.
0: A very good evening to you all. And Gordon Webster.
2: Good evening, Mister Buddy. <laughs> good evening. Good evening, Frank. Good evening, Steve. <laughs>
0: Thank <laughs> you. you know, Sorry it took so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, we are here to discuss as mentioned previously the bond themes all 25 of them because we actually have uh the the film that has not been released we can is eligible for discussion and this one no time to die's theme by billy eilish okay same rules we will um just still want to go with the same format where we nominate five uh songs to to go on to discuss and find detail or do you want to start just from cutting from the twenty five available? How how do you guys? I think the
3: way we've done it so far has been pretty good. Where we all nominate and then take it from there.
0: Okay, alrighty. Okie dokie. Well, who did we start first with last time? Was it Gordon that nominated some? So Steve, let's uh, let's hear your first. Oh, what's the five that you want us to discuss in this cool. category?
3: I do actually have five. So the first one I'm going to drop in is Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys, obviously from uh, Quantum of Solace. The second one I'm dropping in is Live and Let Die by Wings from uh, Live and Let Die, I think. Uh, yep. Third one I'm chucking in is The World is Not Enough by Garbage. <laughs> My always just says, Pish Film, Incredible Song. <laughs> Number four is going to be You Know My Name by Chris Cornell, which is obviously the yeah. Casino Royale theme tune. And the last one I'm going to chuck in is Tina Turner's GoldenEye. Okay. That's nice. They've already all been highlighted. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> My choices win straight up. Cool.
0: Yeah, okay. So those are five good choices. Steve, Fran, we'll come to you. What songs well, do you want to nominate?
1: Steve actually picked almost every single thing I would have chosen, right? <laughs> apart, apart from, um, and I, it's kind of a, it's a strange one, right? Licence to Kill is Gladys Knight, but yeah, it's the, it just sounds so James Bondy. do you know what I mean? But I just, it's got, it's got this great kind of trumpety section to
0: it. I don't know if I've spelled that right. But yeah.
1: yeah. actually, you
0: have. Uh, actually, I forgot, are we counting Dr. No's theme here? Because that's an important thing to establish. The do- the the James Bond theme as the Doctor No theme. We did it in the one means Gordon did at the very beginning. Of yeah,
2: our I, I I don't know. I, I don't really mind. Maybe maybe we should not because it's like they it. hadn't really established that. Do
3: you mean the the actual 007 theme?
2: Yeah, the James Bond yeah, theme. Uh, I, is... I agree with
3: Gordon. I agree with uh, yeah, I don't think that can out because that was. I mean, it's been. It's, it is the Doctor No theme. Tunis yeah, and, and yeah. Think, but it's been used in every single film, almost.
2: Yeah, and also from the point of view, we already covered it, so It's maybe not necessary, and we explained a wee bit of the background to it anyway in our yeah. musical bond episode. Well, I'll just before then
0: we don't put it on there. For me, if we were including it, it's the clear winner. Like, yeah, i It's like, you, how could you put anything above that? It's, it's yeah. the, the James Bond theme. So we're just going to outright. It's not. It's not eligible. Then I think it
3: has to have its own kind of honorary. Every award ceremony has a kind of honorary awards for something that is just given without competition. And I think best piece of music overall has to go to that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Another question is well, there's two questions I have. One, are we talking about the visuals and the title sequences as well as the songs? Uh, I think
3: that has to play a part, and I think it can play a part in the discussion because mm-hmm. I suppose how you see the theme tune is as important as the song itself
0: well it's a tough one because the artist doesn't have any say on that so I feel like
3: that's for, a good point. for me
0: the spirit of the category is the song um, okay. but I think I don't, I don't disagree completely Steve that um, I think we could use it as a, a way to try and get one over that if there's like a real tough decision then I think you could bring that in as an argument if it's like really down to the wire and we really are struggling. I think you could still argue the case of how the film used this the theme and therefore the type, the actual title titles themselves could be a point of contention.
3: But Okay, that's fair.
0: So I, I wouldn't say outright no to that. For for me the spirit of the category is kind of the song mainly. About eighty percent of that. So it's something to keep in mind though definitely. It's a good point cool. to make. Though we should establish the, the sort of rules here before we get into it. Uh, right. Okay. I think that's it. So we're not p- poor doctor. No, it's getting excluded from the pre-titles oh, and and the theme.
3: I would. <laughs> I would give it underneath the mango tree. I think I would count that as
0: ah, the theme song. Right. Okay. Yeah. I th- okay.
3: I, th- I would. I would accept that. Is what I mean. But I, I don't know if that's an established is, rule. So I
0: mean, we're not.
1: We're not choosing every single one, are we? Because we're only choosing our favourites.
3: But it's, it's not even eligible.
2: Like, it's just... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: but it's just like, I'm just, I don't I'm just think the... anybody would
2: yeah. choose. The other thing is, from Russia with Love, Matt Monroe, well, is it... I think you on, could count on the that t- one,
0: yeah.
1: No,
2: I mean... no, well, what I was going to say was, see, the title sequence, I think that's that's... Uh, an instrumental, I think that's maybe John Barry so that's the one over the tile sequence but the one that Matt Monroe actually sings is the, the version at the end of the film so yeah. what one do we count there?
0: Well I think you could count the two in a sense It's you, what you feel yeah. Um, and it's there's a bit of contention, I mean that's why there's outliers here, On Her Majesty's has two really doesn't it? It has the instrumental and then it has the, the one they use later on I'm forgetting the name now
3: oh, uh, it's Time the world.
0: Yeah yeah. So that, that is technically there's two entries for that one film because they are seen as both the 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 sort of themes, so we'll have to decide on how we're gonna argue that as well. Anyways, let's um let's put some more themes down. So Fran, you put license to kill down. Is there any others you want to add in here?
1: No, I mean deep, what's confused me now is I'm trying to decide.
0: You're sounding a bit quiet more than usual. Have you turned your volume down or something? Or are you just further away?
1: Just a little bit further away. Um
0: that sounds better.
1: Deep I can't decide. Because the six that I'm seeing in front of me right now, right, I suppose maybe if it was to be my top five, I would remove another way to die and have license to kill there. And then that would be my top five. Okay, well, that's fine. If and I don't, would kind of yeah. decide the order. But yeah, I mean, I, you know I just couldn't feels... believe it when Steve was reading them out. I was like, oh, basically Steve has almost 90% the same taste.
0: Well, that's cool. <laughs> so, I those... mean, if you feel is that, that right? way, that's fine. Um, you, there's no point in adding ones. You don't feel really are worthy of discussion. Um, okay, Gordon, come to you. Is there any, What? Uh, how many, you, you want to add some to the list for nominees? <coughs> Gordon? <laughs> Where is he? I'm here. Uh. Did you did you hear? I was. Just, you want to add something <laughs> to the list?
2: Yeah. Sorry, I I went to turn the heat on there because I thought you were in the middle of fixing something. That's all right. So the list. You want me to add a few songs? Yeah. What 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 do you feel is uh, worthy of the top
0: three or f- films that you want discussed in contention? Okay.
2: The one and only Shirley Bassey Mm Goldfinger. I'm just surprised it's taken this long to get added.
1: (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm not not pure arguing, but like something about Shirley Bassey that just I've never been a big fan.
0: Yep, I agree. Okay, we're going to have some definite discussion. That'll be good. You're all fucking wrong. No, I'm kidding.
3: to uh <laughs> <laughs> of right.
1: respect over here. What's going on?
0: It's the Neds from uh, from the, the last podcast, the Skyfall podcast. If you've listened to that, then you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the Neds. Like uh, Gordon. Silver, these Neds. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good band name, actually. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, Gordon. Any others you want to add? Nancy Sinatra. You only live twice. Norm, you're, yeah. such a,
1: you're such a smooth, like a fan of the kind of smooth, like, kind of, I don't know how to describe it. I could imagine you going to Vegas and just going to see all these people. So it's like the crooners
2: you know I mean? and yeah. ballads. Yes, this is my second wife <laughs> 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 Okay, that's two. Any more? On Her Majesty's Secret Service by John Barry. And Do you now, know, is this I'm the... going to put my microphone on mute, right, and listen to that again because I want to hear that.
0: Right, okay. So, is this the the main instrumental theme, I take it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, because
2: yeah. I, th- yeah, I think that's an argument. Do we go for all the, We Have All the Time in the World I think or you could Point of Majesty's Secret Service you can,
0: title? It's a separate entry. You could add it at the second one if you want. If you feel like it's up there as discussion, I would say it's a separate entry. It, that film gets two, because it is like another theme. It is the theme of the film. I would be... Ah. Well, I mean... It depends how everyone feels. If everyone's like, "No, that's not the that's not the title theme," then maybe we don't. Maybe
2: maybe this is limited to that. I, I'm open to debate on that. I wouldn't argue against that. Therefore, my fourth entry is so we have all the board, time in the board, world.
1: Hang on. hang on, you've convinced me of something. I forgot about that. So um, I'd like to. You be... can have we have all the time in the world, Fran. No, no, I'm saying um, see the John Barry on Our Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that in than
0: uh, License to Kill. No, no, actually. Um, You're allowed five options, so you don't have to, like, take it down. Like, It's on the list. You can then cut or whatever if you want, but you only added, like, License to Kill, I think, so...
1: Yeah, but I'm looking at Steve's, like... Like four of them are my choices anyway because are the ones I would have said. Well,
0: just be so. lucky then that he took your choices and you can add a few others that you still like. To this, I mean, I'm I'm seeing them and going good. That's a few that I would like, but also I have a few other ones that I would like to add. So, uh, right, we've got plenty of time to cut these things. So, right, so Gordon, that's free. Uh Any others?
2: Do you want another one or yeah? Is bit, that yeah. enough or? I I am Let's let's go for. Carly Simon, nobody does it better from the spy who loved me. Which Tom York from Radiohead called the sexiest song
1: ever written. Wow! And Steve's writing it down as if she's screaming it. Yeah.
2: Nobody does it better. <laughs> ah, t- the, I'm sure a uh, Radiohead tried on? to. They've tried, in at least one occasion, to write their own on theme. Ah, they what was the? There was a film in recent years that they they made a song specifically for one of the films, but it never got picked to feature in the film. I'm Mm. trying trying to remember so that yeah, those guys have got good taste
0: Right, I'm just gonna, so that's your five then, Gordon? Yeah Okay, I'm gonna quickly look at my list that I wrote.
2: I can give you a wild card if you want.
0: Ah, go for it then Might as well just write them all down (laughs) Ah, There's plenty, that's fine Let's just talk about all of them (laughs) Lulu, the man with the golden gun
2: That certainly has a wild card Sarcastic, <laughs> and you know this is this this is probably the section out of our entire podcast I'm I'm really going to struggle with the most, and in terms of why do you like the songs? Because with songs, sometimes you it's just so hard to explain what that it just does something to you. The mystery of it, music, Gordon. The mystery of music. I know it's just I'm just going to find it so hard to explain why.
0: Oh man, I can't. I'm going to add uh, tomorrow never dies. Gordon, the way no, to think I, of
1: it is right. It's trying to describe how the music makes you feel emotionally. That's basically what it is. Yeah, like there's a there's a thing like
0: I don't know if that's like right
1: see, see if see if a Bond theme makes me feel like like basically see if I can put in my headphones and walk down the street and listen to a Bond theme and feel badass somehow. Or more like, just something comes off of the theme that makes you think, mm, I'm, you know, makes you feel cooler, or there's something about it. You know what I mean? Like changes your attitude slightly. That's that's when I know I really like a Bond theme.
0: Okay, I've just added "Diamonds Are Forever," Shirley Bassey. Yeah, bloody Shirley Bassey fans over there. I think <laughs> it's a great song, and it's probably the best thing about that film. Uh,
1: I don't know. She's just something about her. Just, I've never. It's never. She's never appealed to me. Never. Steve McCall, can you help me to try and express this feeling?
3: What well, the feeling of being feeling badass listening to a Bond theme? <laughs> no,
1: no, the feeling, the feeling of not of Shirley Bassey not appealing.
3: Like... All right. No, I. Yeah, I just I find it a bit kind of crunery, and uh, so I suppose cheesy's uh, not the words, but that, is... that kind of. Is it because that? I mean, that's what I would group her as, but I almost feel bad saying that because she's a she's a legend. And in terms of singers of Bond themes, her voice is absolutely perfect. She sings the sort of quintessential Bond theme. Pretty much anything she sings could probably be used in a Bond film, but I don't think it. Her songs rank among the best Bond themes. She's like the she's the Bond-themed singer, I would say. She's done She's done three, hasn't she? I, uh,
1: yeah. but the thing is, though, it's almost like it's, it's, it's a wee bit boring. Yes. Like, I'm not That's excited. Nothing,
3: it doesn't... It's, it's epic, but it doesn't particularly excite me, and I presume you're the same. It's, a, I mean, it's oh, an yeah. entirely subjective thing, which I think is why this particular discussion is going to be interesting, because music is entirely subjective, and it affects each of us in different ways. But yeah, um... I, I, I personally find Shirley Bassey a little on the it doesn't excite me a little on the boring side well, do you know what I
1: think we should do? I think we should put on the Bond Daft Project theme song that me and Gordon wrote as one <laughs> <of> the, <laughs> the we F- need
2: to come up with a name for that
3: first is that going to come above Shirley Bassey or below? That's going yeah I've got yeah,
0: yeah, another gonna... way to die okay <laughs> I've just added No Time To Die Belly Eilish that's fair And I think we've got
2: to talk about that seeing as we're and last
0: one is Thunderball. And we are supposed to hang on a minute. I know. We are supposed to get this down to three. Right. Okay. I'll maybe. you having but...
1: a laugh, by the way. Anyway.
0: <laughs> There's a few easy cuts. I think that may as well just arrange these artists into two groups and have them fight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Okay. I was going to add Thunderbolt, but I'll take it down because I don't think that I'll get it anywhere further anyway. I don't. Know, I don't right, think it makes. You
1: know what? It... I think. What I think we're, we're going to have to do. I think. I think we're going to have to use an element of points here.
0: No. No. So, like, no. This no, is but, debate. But, Come but on. Look now. at how many not, there is. Though it won't be that long, honestly. Right. We've now got our list, so I'll quickly. I'm
1: not. Getting, I'm not concerned about length. It's just are we going to be able to give the attention? We will. Each... I,
0: I think when you when you everyone's pointed out their strong one, it'll be a case of well, the others don't make it. But I'll quickly want I want them discuss These are all the for me the highlights of these themes. I want them to get their time. Right, we'll quickly run through very quickly. Then we've got Quantum of Solace, Another Way to Die, Live and Let Die, From Wings, The World Is Not Enough, by Garbage. You know my name, uh, from Casino Royale, Chris Cornell, Golden Eyes, Tina Turner. License to Kill, uh, Gladys Knight, Goldfinger, Shirley Bassey, You Only Live Twice, Nancy Sinatra, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the John Barry uh, instrumental as well as On Her Majesty's uh, You You Have All the Time in the World, Nobody Does It Better, Carly Simon from The Spy Who Loved Me, The Man With The Golden Gun, Lulu, Tomorrow Never Dies, Cheryl Crow, Diamonds Are Forever, Shirley Bassey, The Living Daylights from AHA and the very recent and unreleased film No Time to Die from Billie Eilish. Right, guys, that's a fair amount of themes. Let's whittle this down. We want to get again to a winner and two runners up. Steve, please select a theme that you think needs to be really a high contention for the for the one either the winner or the runner up.
3: In terms of needs to be there, I'm going to go with my first choice, which is Another Way to Die yep. by Jack White Alicia Keys. I've listened to it about five times in the last two days and it is just so achingly cool. It's just, it's got, it's got pretty much, it's, it's a sort of modern classic Bond theme to me. It's got all the elements, it's got the, I think Bond themes have to have a particular notes and chords and have that um, sort of basic, and there are somewhere, and it it does it very subtly, but the sort of staccato introduction as a kind of it it kind of bolts you into attention. um And it's it's just it's this is it's a like I said this is gonna be a difficult one because explaining why a song is so good yeah. is really difficult. Cause it's yeah. such a yeah. it's such a personal kind of gut feeling. Yeah, but the sort of rhythmically. Um, the way that it kind of jolts along and the two voices as well, Jack Quinn and Alicia Keys as a kind of A B duet, one line, then another line, then one line, then another line. Their two voices go so well together. Yeah. And it's, there's just, I don't know what it is about it, but I, I absolutely, I, I legitimately think it's the best Bond theme of the 25. Okay. So. I am gonna argue quite strongly that that one stays in. Okay,
1: so, yeah. I actually agree with agree with you. While you we were talking about it, there I actually went back listen to it again, or most of, it, or a, bit, you know, a good chunk of it. It is a very good song. I mean, there's no, there's no denying that.
3: Yeah. I, mean, I would, as I would, a standout song, yeah. Uh-huh. And this is where I think the discussion is going to get interesting because there's there's being a good song, and there's being a good Bond
1: song. Uh, but it, but it's got that Bond sound. Yeah, definitely. I think it definitely
0: does. I, 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 I think it's a great song. I love the production of it. It's there's something about it. As soon as it kicks in, there's an energy to it that I love, and it, it's a
1: swag. It's a swagger to the song.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. The beat. It's, it's, it's the first confident Juliet as well. It's it's fantastic. I I don't know if it. I think Bond song. is not. I wouldn't say it's not a bad Bond song in a sense, but I don't think it screams. Like if I'd heard it, I wouldn't automatically think that's a Bond theme. Yes, Whereas there's, there is yeah. there is a lot of themes here that I would be like, oh yeah, that's a Bond theme. Yeah. So that's the only thing I would say on that, but I mean, I'm, I, it's not to take too much away from it. There's nothing, it's not always it can sometimes be a, a criticism to say it's too well, Bond. I think that's, more of, Something. that's more,
1: like more of an observation than a criticism yeah. probably,
0: isn't it? Yeah. But once we start comparing these, it might be used against it, we'll see. But hey, uh, fair play, Steve, good choice. Uh, good one to start with. Uh, Gordon,
2: you want to choose a song? Yep, I'll go for Goldfinger because we can't forget. In fact, no. While it's fresh in my head, I'm gonna go for "You Only Live Twice" by Nancy Sinatra.
0: Okay. Every time that
2: is said, I just hear that little jingle. But, yeah. I know. I would like to return to Goldfinger at some point, but "You Only Live Twice." I think there's a there's a melancholic feel to that song. It's get, it's get such a, a simple hook that. Ascending and descending mm-hmm. pattern, the, the you're, that you're referring to, Steve. It's a simple song, and I think John John Barry is. I think he was the main songwriter for the actual music. He was he was renowned for the simplicity of some of his melodies mm-hmm. and repetition, but that's but that's not a bad thing. It works well. I think the the lyrics are good. The I mean, the history behind the song is that Nancy Sinatra it was quite nervous, maybe had some vocal problems in the studio and it, it took a lot of takes. They had to do a lot of cutting and stitching it together but there's something slightly haunting about her voice that I like, especially the way I sometimes like in the Bond songs how they have the title right away. It's in the very first line, You Only live Twice. I, th- I feel as well about the song there's there's a kind of it kind of reminds me of the way Connery is in the film like he has, a, although it's not his best performance, there's a sort of relaxed um there's a relaxation to it, but there's a charisma. It's like, it's not, it's still got that Connery charisma. It's like he's sort of, um, he's been Bondsman in a few missions. He's maybe, he's look he's maybe not kind of looking as fresh as he was in the earlier films, but it's as though, it's kind of, it's like how I feel in a way, like my own life at the moment, like you get into your thirties and you start being a bit more reflective. It's like, it's Connery's demeanor during that whole film is, he seems like he's not quite enjoying himself so much as though he's sort of reflective but and he's he's just like kinda kind of in the middle of the action. That, I don't know, it's it's something about the song kinda of like I like to liken to the film and our obviously our star in the film. And the strings as well. I mean, those strings are it's just a incredible um you know, musicianship for a la- lack yeah, of a, a better term, composition. Yeah. 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 Okay. Very catchy. I mean, just John John Barry. He just he was an absolute genius when it came to just uh, it's like a riff, like a hook, something something that, like you said, Steve, it's it's so um, it's so easy to just sing that day to day. It just sticks in your head. Yep.
0: Completely agree. Okay. Fran, you want to nominate a song? Um, let me let me think.
1: Uh, Well, I think it's going to have to be. You know my name. Okay. Now, the reason for that is that that was the first, you know, contemporary... Hang on, I think I'm going to sneeze. I'll see if I can hold it off. <laughs> um, it was the first time where I'd, I'd gone to see the Bond Thought Well, I've went to see Bond films before, but I went to see it. I think I was in second year at uni or something. Or was it first year? I can't remember. No, no, no it was a bit later than that. Was it 2008? 2006. thousand six. Six. Right, okay. Yeah, I was back at uni then. Um, that was my second year because I, t- I took a gap year. But yeah, I remember... Listening to it all the time when I was walking about, and see that sensation of, like I'd put it on, I'd walk about, I'd feel like I'd almost feel like I was in a movie or something. I, I can't describe it. Something about the song was so such a, um, it, it it just it it almost distills everything about um, certain the certain types of kind of heroic masculinity maybe um, confidence uh, that the bond embodies. A kind of a, a you know, cool, um, never panicked, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- th- this sort of sense I always got from this song, I'd put it on, You, it was almost like a wee bit of that would rub off on you, you yeah. know? You'd feel it as you were going about. So I have to choose that, I think. Um, that being said, what's going to make this really hard now, I, I do have to make the point, I don't think that this should be a top three. Wait, wait, I mean, the you just
0: talk- highlighted? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, I'm talking about the whole thing. I think when we're doing this as a group, we should do a top five songs and do them in order. Not like a winner with runners-up, because it's an entirely different thing to the other uh, things that we looked at. Because, first of all, there's so much more to talk That There are so many more good ones. Like, there are so many great songs, right? That There's far more brilliant James Bond songs than there are brilliant James Bond... Um, Would you call it Uh, pre title sequences?
0: Um, I mean, I think that the ratios are actually similar. I don't think they had many bad ones. There's only maybe one or two truly awful ones, a couple of mediocre ones, and then it's ratios of good to great. And I I think that that kind of fits the same. It just is a bit more personal and and wide ranging, the theme one. I think there's a much more. It is a bit easier to agree on the pre title sequences. Um, The music one is kind of. Takes into your your own taste comes into it, your own experience with seeing the film outside of the the actual film as well. As just the song, there's a lot more to that comes into this, which does make it more difficult. Definitely, well, that's
1: it. That's it. I mean, you know, I, I reckon I reckon five will give us enough space. Well, to, how do you, and it'll be interesting to organise them from number one to five as well. I think.
0: How do you guys I think? Feel?
3: I think that will be tricky. I think if we had a top five, it would be one winner and then potentially four unordered runners up in the same way that we've done before but five instead of three but I think arguing kind of what's two what's three and what's four I, know, I that, think is particularly be, yeah. tricky yeah. I think we're, we're, there's a chance I think at least that we'll come to a consensus on a number one so I've, I've, I'm still of the thinking of one outright winner and then a certain number as yet yeah, unnamed of runners up
0: Gordon, do you think I, I I agree with you, Steve. I don't think we should do the ranking of the numbers. I think keep your the rankings to the final collective. That'll be fun, we may argue that. And also your own personal lists for anything you want to add to the site. Um but for these general collective kind of daily debates, I think we have to keep it as a winner and runners up. I'm I maybe willing to negotiate on if you want to increase it to five, if you think it'll be tougher. I don't know how how you guys feel about that. Obviously Fran, you want that. Um Gordon, what be what be your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I agree with Steve mate. Uh, right. yeah. So we, what was, uh, that, was it was a one one what, winner and so, three, so three either,
0: runners up. Either add increasing the runners up so that we're not making it as hard by having just two runners up and not making it as difficult to get to the the the, the final three instead of making it a final five, so there's a bit more leeway.
2: I think we've got to go with the same number, I would say, than we did that we did with the first one. So with that, I think it was one winner and three runners up. Ah, uh, just it?
0: two. Just two. So it's just two runners up. Alright. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, we'll keep it just now to that. We'll see what, <laughs> how it gets down, right? Okay, so that's three highlighted. I'm going to go with... Well, on the basis that my number one would have been Dr. No, because that would have been, for me, number one, but we're not doing it. So my other favourite theme, I'm guessing you guys might have predicted this, is Goldeneye, Tina Turner, highlighting it now. So I feel that that, again... A wee bit of personal experience does come into this. This is kind of one of the first times I've ever ever experienced a Bond theme. It blew me away. Uh, every time I, I hear it, I still get kind of goosebumps. I love the, if we're talking, images. I think the way they use the f- the, the theme with the imagery, the Soviet symbols and the, the bikini-clad woman and things like that. A kind of homage to the past, the Morris Binder style. But the song itself, Tina Turner's vocals, I think are fantastic. I think she's got, ah, oh, she's just a great singer, belting it out. I like obviously Bono and the Edge wrote it, I think you know, it's a winner, I think it's just catchy, I love it the initial dum-dum-dum-dum it just, ah, yeah I I do get goosebumps and I know that there's an element of personal experience that is propelling it probably above some of the others but I can't help
2: how I feel um, Oddly for such a for such an anthemic song I don't think it's actually used in the score no. Not, not very noticeably. I know we'll obviously get to the scores eventually, which I, I have a few issues with that one. But uh, it's a bit strange because usually the the really, the really famous, popular, or catchy ones are well, um, are well used within the score right through the film.
0: I think if it was a John Barry score, it would have been, um, but it wasn't. Eric Serra had his own ideas, and that didn't exactly, include, yeah, didn't, didn't include the theme. So that is us four. Now I know that that is... I don't look at that and say that's definitely the automatic three that I would... There's three in there that I would definitely say have to be in there. So it's now a case of cutting down some of these. We'll start with some might be considered easy cuts. I, I, I added a few at the end that I get the feeling probably wouldn't have as much of a fight. Let's start with actually the most recent film uh, release. No Time to Die, Billie Eilish. Uh What's what's her thoughts here? Is it, you know, does it even stand a chance?
1: No, it doesn't. The thing is, I'm not saying it's a bad song by any stretch, but to me, it doesn't scream Bond, and it, and it's not, it's not, it's. I don't find it that exciting or interesting, to be honest.
0: I'm hearing some feedback there when you're speaking. Is there is there something playing or something when you're talking? I don't I mean, know. There's
1: someone, there's someone doing work outside. All ah, right, okay. So I don't know if that's coming back like through. It's like a almost like a drill or something. Ah, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay cool uh yeah i'm putting it on mute when i'm not talking anyway so yeah. you want to hear it all the time
0: appreciate it just yeah uh, it's a fair point you don't feel it's bondy enough i suppose we don't even have the context of how the song plays into the film so it does feel weird to give it that prop Yet yeah, i feel like it really doesn't it probably shouldn't be nominated until we've seen the film
3: yeah it's true because i mean i i actually love the song i think it does have quite a bond feel to it um and a from what I gather lyrically, it does kind of relate to what the film is going to be about. But because we haven't seen the film, and can't put it in context, and because it's so recent, yeah, I think I don't think it stands a chance in yeah. this particular uh, debate.
0: Yeah, I can I can agree. I wanted to give it some acknowledgement. I guess I do really enjoy it. I think Absolutely. for someone so young to have created what well, I, I and I do agree, actually, Steve. I think it has it's got a bond element to it. I love that haunting feel. Um, it's something that I think hasn't been done actually as much in the other themes. I think it is quite different as much as it's a ballad. There's still something original you know, 25 themes later. Yeah, and it seems it's got an intelligence behind it, but at the same time it doesn't break into that final three. I, I think I can agree on that. So, happy to cut it. Gordon, What's your, any final thoughts on that one?
2: Yeah, I I think... We would need to agree. We would need to see the film to really give it a proper judgment because what is important is the the lyrics, the feeling in the lyrics to these songs, and how it connects to Bond's character and how it connects to that particular film. And I feel there's there's some great lyrics in this man that you know, falling for a lie, you were never on my side. That that that's the sort of stuff you want, which we didn't always get in the the themes through the years. And it's, it's important to remember as well. In the early days, the composer tended to write or at least co-write the songs, and then get the artist to perform them. As far as I'm aware, Billy Eilish wrote that, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm possibly with someone else. I
0: think her brother. I, I think, think it's the two of them yeah. together.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like it. I gotta say, this is a song that's grown on me, and I but part of that might be, because I I keep saying I think this film's developing a real aura because we're waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. for it, and it's still not <laughs> coming out. It's gonna be. It's just build, they're just building this atmosphere around the film, I feel. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I like, I like, I like it. It's really, I didn't like it so much the first couple of times I heard it. I think it takes maybe a bit too long to kind of come alive. But yeah, I would, I, it's definitely not nowhere near, I think, getting into our top four or five. Okay.
0: No Time to Die has been cut. Uh, so that was me that nominated that. Fran, you want to nominate a film you feel doesn't deserve to be considered any further? Or a song, sorry.
1: Um,. I think we're not gonna put two songs from the same film in. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would make sense um, on a top five, right, or a top three, especially. Yeah. Um, so I think for Honor Majesties, the John Barry one should stay, and the you know, of All Time in the World that should be the one that's cut. I so kind of kind of, of agree the two, we, yeah.
0: Gordon, I know you you nominated this one. How do you feel? Yeah. You don't have all the time in the world.
2: for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a tough. One. I'm not sure because I feel I feel like yeah, because it, it it fits it, it's worth whether they mentioned more for the way it fits in the score of the films. So maybe for that point of view, you can't. It shouldn't really be up there in in this list. It's the the emotional attachment of that song. If it make it just just making you think of Bond and Tracy and their relationship. And the knowing Tracy's fate at the end of the film, it's and it was like Louis Armstrong and his sort of like swan song of his career, his his voice. I, I'm not sure what he sounded like in his younger days, but I think there was some there's something quite emotional and just the way the way he performs about. It's not, but that, that it's because it's that type of song. It's not, it's not, it's not a really a James Bond anthem. It's not one of the it's not one of the the perfect illustration really. It's, it was right for that movie, it was right for those emotional scenes, and probably wouldn't really have quite fitted in any other film. So it's not do you know what I mean? It's not it's not really suited to be in like the ultimate sort of do you know yeah, it's hard to explain. I, I, it, it was right for that I for that those sort of scenes in the film. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much just mentioned it because it's, it as suddenly occurred to me. Do we use that, or do we use the obviously the main title theme, the instrumental? But yeah, I I could agree with uh, maybe taking that off the list for now. Steve, you concur, or what do you feel about that?
3: I no, I think that's fair. It's tricky to have two from the same uh, film, and it is it's a it's a lovely song, and the way it's used at the end, just after Tracy's died and George Lazenby says, "We have to the police officer, we have all the time in the world." It's beautiful. It's touching. It's poignant. But as a song itself, I don't think it stands a chance in this. Yep.
0: Okay. Alrighty. Uh so that was Fran. Uh who's still to cut Gordon? You wanna cut a film? A song?
2: Yeah, yeah I would I would take out Tomorrow Never Dies. I think again it was it was really right for that film. And Cheryl Crow brought something different vocally, which I loved. I feel it pales in comparison to "Surrender," the KD Lang, which was the, which was originally the song that was chosen, which appears repeatedly in David Arnold's score, and I, th- I think it's, I think it's well ahead of of Cheryl Crow's song in it. If it was the the main title song in the end, which it originally was, then I think it would be up there in like top five or top six. But I don't think Sheryl Crow's quite I think lyrically, if you look at it, it's a bit. It's not quite touching the character of, of Bond personally the way a lot, a lot of the other lyrics do.
0: Okay.
2: And, and the and the other songs and the the real top ones.
0: Um. Yeah, I do like Tomorrow Never Dies. It was me that nominated it. Um. When I look at it, if I'm being honest, though, it, it is still an outlier in the sense that it's probably my fourth or fifth favourite. And, you know, two the numbers, the first three or whatever are still here. So I can see it going. It would be higher up on my list certainly. Um, I think I, I like it. It suits that film. It's got a sort of 90s pop era feel to it. It's catchy. I think it's got this booming sound to it. It's kind of I like. I really do. I just like it. I think it's a great. I think Brosnan always. Well, I was about to say always had great themes, but he also has the worst theme, which we'll get to in another category. But um, <laughs> I think those first three films, that he he was gifted with three fantastic themes, a real trio. Um, but I can sense that it's probably not going to last much further. On well, this I'm
1: go- I'm going to have to agree with Gordon because while I do quite like it, I like certain parts of it. Um, the kind of orchestral parts mm-hmm. I really like and then it just for me it kind of it sort of loses its it's kind of, it's like now when you talk about something losing its mojo or whatever, it's almost like it's got this incredible energy to it and then it just kind of becomes a bit drab and then becomes really exciting and then becomes a bit drab, like I don't feel like it's a consistent song Okay. Um, sure. although I, I, I don't dislike it, if yeah. that makes sense but I just don't feel like it's it's not like a Basically, we're almost picking songs like that are not A plus. Do you know what I mean? Or A. Yeah, yeah. Like all the B's and C's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. So this would be like a a a B minus song for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm be...
0: thinking five star songs. This would be a four, um, probably. Fair enough. I'd be
1: like three and a half, maybe.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: A piece of shit then. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? Shadow Crow's garden or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Barry, we find out later the scandal was actually employed by Cheryl Crow.
0: i obviously know which bits to cut from this podcast. Uh, right, okay. Get a letter from Cheryl Crow's lawyer tomorrow. Problem, yeah. Steve. What's your thoughts on this one?
3: Yeah, it's it's a shame because it's it's great, but it's not top five mm-hmm. material, and it goes really well with the film. But it's 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 great, but it's not up there. Okay,
0: tomorrow never dies has been cut. Uh yeah let's go back round again Uh, Steve you want to cut another film then
3: yep I'm going to throw a grenade into the works and take out something by Shirley Bassey because I'm aware that there's two in there oh dear And uh, during the last sort of discussions I've just gone back and listened to Diamonds Are Forever and Goldfinger and I think of the two I think Goldfinger has to come out would be my uh ho, 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 choice ho, 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 ho. it's <laughs> it's interesting and it's kind of it's going between the music and the lyrics because Diamonds Gordon, of Forever Gordon, musically
0: put the gun down Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> is that an uh, exploding pen you've got
3: there? <laughs> um music um sort of musically Diamonds of Forever is a bit more subtle and the way Goldfinger kicks in is I mean it's the most Bondian to coin a phrase that we've invented. It's the most sort of Bondian sound I think in existence. But lyrically I don't like it. It's so kind of cheesy and literal and that kind of grates on me. Whereas Diamonds of Forever is actually not too bad. song lyrically it's much more sort of palatable. So I am going to suggest taking out Goldfinger.
0: <laughs> I agree. Uh, Assassinate it. Right. This is, this is where <laughs> things start to get a bit tougher here. I personally feel Goldfinger is the one of the top three so um, it's going to be this is this is difficult. I wouldn't want to see it cut so soon. i um, good points though. I do think the lyrics maybe probably do let it down. I I like them, but I can see why. Uh, others would be put above it. For me, it's the bombast. It represents the gold of the film. It's a film, but it's a song about the villains.
1: It's not your fault. You're
0: unrefined. Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, it's I love the big, the big brass. I love the. Uh, it's going to kind of. I you just sound like Jackie of...
1: Kay, the poet, the way you're describing things, it's like just... alliteration
0: and all that. I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I find it catchy. I also find it playful as well. Um, if we're comparing to Diamonds Are Forever, though, that that's even more playful, and I really like that kind of, this the subtlety in Diamonds Are Forever, um, and it's probably even catchier. I still actually prefer Goldfinger out of the two. Um, not that we have to cut just Ashley Shirley Bassey-like song just because no, of no, that. No, no, absolutely don't. Uh... I just... Well, we, well... You well, do. I, you kind of do in a way because we have to narrow. It. We've got four songs that were highlighted before these two, so there's obviously something's went wrong here. I mean, I'd
1: not. be really happy if we basically like eliminated both the Shirley Bassey songs. So that's well, kind I'm of a, part of my a mission. Let,
0: let, let's let's <laughs> we, let <this> on. <laughs>
1: I'll just keep voting against them. For like me, basically, uh, me and Steve McCall's alliance is strong on
0: this, isn't it, Steve? Oh yeah, yeah. As this were T- back anti- back to Shirley Bassey. Backroom deals are getting made here. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll support yeah. you on the best villain if you support my best theme, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> match fixing scandal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Well, this is going to be a tough one. Um, I, I can't, I couldn't cut it right now when there's other films that I feel could get cut. I'm willing to come back to it, of course, because two people really feel strongly about it getting cut. So um, Why do you,
1: why don't you put two versus two beside it? Because Gordon you like it as well. Gordon, so yeah, we just so we have a just so we have a note. Yeah. We remember that.
0: I think we, I think it'll be it's okay, we know. Um Gordon, you've not what's your thoughts on the Goldfinger cut suggestion?
2: No. <laughs> you nah, Thank you, you for your contribution. Nah. No way, man. No way. The one of the the key qualities about Goldfinger is the the way it builds up that character. One of the the best villains of all time in cinema history, not just James Bond history, get, giving him that aura. H- the first image you see in that title sequence is Gert Frobe's face. And he's not even doing much, but he's not even having to do much. And it's, it's, the, it's a combination of that. It just truly really Bassie's vocal power. No one, I don't think, in terms of vocal range, being able to hold a note. No one comes close other than, than her. Well, no one comes close out of that whole list. Really, <laughs> no one comes close to no Shirley Bassey except close. herself. I you could say, like for a short, for, for a short, for well, a short uh, Tom
0: Tom, uh, Tom Jones kind of did. I was going to say, yeah, I was going
2: to say, for a short, um, that final sort of vocal and Thunderbolt, like he's coming close. But apart from that, and the whole catalogue of, of of James Bond title songs, nobody comes close. And for that, for that time, it, that that song was ahead of its time. The and and let's not forget another another huge thing for me is the way the way ba- John Barry again I think he was the the main if not the the sole songwriter the way that he he brought in the main chords of the Bond theme was just it's just spine tingling for me especially at the end and it's it's giving this impression to me I've always felt in that film it it's like the film is it's Bond sort of secondary because it's such a powerful villain the songs about. Gareth Robes character, Bond if you feel like Bond secondary, especially as the Bond theme kind of creeps into the song, but the song's all about the villain. There's just there's something very powerful yeah. about that. Just the, it's the whole imagery. It's the imagery and the and just the vocals. Like we've never heard anything like I, that before. I don't think we'd even vocally I don't think <laughs> we've even really heard anything like it since. Apart from that that fleeting bit of um, you know Tom Jones and then the Thunderball which you know also a, a, a great song
0: yeah I, I'm I'm with you on this one Gordon so I think we'll have to keep in mind that it's definitely a contentious one so it, there's a good chance this could get cut but I think right now we'll have to come back to it I know uh, yeah. so I think we'll have to move on um, who suggested that one was that Steve? That was Steve? That was me yeah uh, it's me. It's Brian, me. you well, you're going right, okay. to say Goldfinger, aren't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, I agree. I, I do agree with Steve about well, yeah, that. So yeah. it's two versus two. Yeah. So um, what I would say though is I'm actually going to wipe out. I'm going. I'm going to almost not cheat, but like there was one that only I suggested that I don't think actually deserves to be there in the end, and, I, and that's "License to Kill." Okay. I don't think that's an A song. Thinking about it with the rest, um, so as me wiping out my own suggestion, right? So. If you can, if nobody disagrees, I'm happy to see that one going, yeah. but I would like to, to to try and snipe and destroy someone else's choice as well um, at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah. um, uh, so you're nominating two then?
1: Uh-huh, so I've destroyed okay. my own.
0: I do like License to Kill" theme, I think it's got a nice Bondy theme, it actually reminds me of Goldfinger. The only thing, Gordon, ever since you pointed it out, I've never been able to listen to it and not hear License to Kilt." which kind of killed it for me a little. The production, they've obviously messed the timing of there, and it just kind of ruined it. But uh, it is a decent song, and fair play for nominating that, Fran. Very good of you, very kind, but you're also going to take another one off, so you're kind of cheating here. Uh, Yep. What, what else are you going to say? We'll let you go. What's, what's, uh, what other one are you going to suggest? I'm
1: going to throw a grenade in here because I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to ask Steve McCall once again. So, diamonds are forever. I'm going to go for this
0: time. God, what is, what is that? The Shirley Bassey hate? I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. What did she do to you guys? So, do,
3: <laughs> do you I agree with I, me, I think Steve McCall?
0: Is... Do you agree? I, I. Come on. Come on. I mean, See, I, 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 I can argue if we're talking, to interrupt <laughs> Steve, but yeah, it might, it's probably not a top three. It's just. Sorry, Steve, so let you finish.
3: No, it's alright. I see all of the two I think I prefer Diamonds of Forever over Goldfinger. But I suppose if I need to there's an element of me I think that I need to take the personal out of it and look at it as a Bond song. And the arguments for Goldfinger being the more sort of Bond song than Diamonds of Forever is that sort of um compelling that I think of the two, diamonds of forever would have to come out. So yes, I agree with you, Fran.
2: Way. Gordon, what's your thoughts on diamonds? It's all right. It's a it's a central song. I would say it's a, again. I think John Barry wrote or at least co-wrote it, and it it just I would say one thing I would give it is it it's in keeping with the nature of that film. It's the the whole film is a kind of loungier. Campier feel, a bit kind of slower, more more sedate. I think. I again, I, I think Shirley Bassey's vocals are are brilliant in the song. Mm. I'm trying to think lyrically, and uh, it's a bit basic, isn't it? I mean, really? it's
0: meant to just be a playful. It's kind of kind of got a sultry feel to it.
2: I I I mean, I like it. Um. But the thing is, as well, it would it just wells in keeping with that film, but that was it. It can't have had anything to do with the events of the previous film. You know that that's a, another another reason that you know Dimes are forever more or less feels like a sequel to you Only Live Twice, not a sequel to On a Majesty's Secret Service. It's a completely um, it's has it's, it's got quite a kind of quiet um, relaxed tone to it. You know, it's it's even. You know, it's getting. It's, it's actually. I. It was like one of the kind of mid mid nineteen eighties Bond songs, like before the mid nineteen eighties, in a way. In terms of being like mellower, more maybe more of like a, a typical kind of song that you might hear in the charts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have the menace that some of them have or anything like that. It's.
2: but yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the question
1: is, you have to ask yourself: Is Shirley Bassey so amazing? That you need to have her twice in a top five, and I would say no.
0: Well, I I
1: mean, so it's about deciding which one we want more.
0: I mean, for me, she I think it's five roundabout, I don't know if it's five or six, but Goldfinger's certainly in my top two or three. And Diamonds are Forever
2: was like, so hold on, five um, or six. Who, so who put in Diamonds are Forever? Was that not Steve that McCall? Was me. No, it was me. I did. Oh, them. was it because I was about to say, why'd Steve McCall put, put that in and say he doesn't like Shirley? <laughs> <laughs> <that>? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was maybe, just it's an, maybe it's an anti-Welsh thing. I see neither you guys mentioned Tom Jones Thunderball. Did you? Uh-huh. Yeah, you Tom Jones. Well, and I, I, was,
0: I, I was about to, and Fran pretty much suggested that we're adding too many, so I decided not to. But Thunderball would have been my final pick. Um, I know, but you get to a stage,
1: where we might as well just debate all of the songs
0: ever well, made. True, sure um, like, I mean, the fun of this is to kind of just get a, discuss them all. I kind of like that, but. Let's uh, face it here, I think I'm not convincing anyone that Diamonds Are Forever is in the top three, so I am willing to cut it, is my suggestion anyway, um, and obviously Fran nominated it. So yeah, uh, Gordon, obviously, you're okay with it, considering the others on the list?
2: Yeah, it's, it doesn't it doesn't do much
0: for me, really. Right, okay. Diamonds is gone, down to the final five, ten. Who nominated, so Gordon, you want to nominate a film to get cut? Yeah, let's have a look. Starting to get into have we not got hard. 12 songs there, Steve? Not maybe 10? 3, maybe 11? 11. I think it's 11. I was confused because one of them went on a different oh, yeah.
2: I was going to say The World's Not Enough, but I'm now thinking... I'm now thinking... Am I allowed to say Another Way to Die, or have we decided that's uh, sort of the, the hallowed grounds? Um, I, I could see it... Uh, to me, it's really good. I don't
0: necessarily feel like it's a... Uh, Top three, so that is one that I could side with.
1: Yeah, you on, but I feel well, like, sorry what, if
2: I'm uh, missing things. here, yeah, I'm just really tired. Well, what, today, why don't but...
1: we? Sorry, why don't we leave the ones we've highlighted for now?
0: Well, kind of. But if you don't feel that others should get cut, unless there's no others, yeah. If you don't see any others you you think could get cut, then go for it. But they're obviously a strong one if they've been highlighted as the first. They're obviously a big one for someone. So maybe, maybe we should come back to it. But I think it is something that is definitely going to need to discuss because I'm not sure it's a top three myself. But are we not doing top five though? Well, I don't think we agreed that, did we?
1: That, that was the only thing we didn't agree was about doing them in an order, we so didn't? we'd have like a, an overall winner and then the runners up. But I just think two runners up is just not enough. I mean, they're going to be going to be cutting things that are a game songs that should be represented. Do you know what I mean?
0: Like, what do you guys think? Keep the consistency or switch to a five for this one?
3: Well, we're going to get to five eventually, so we can get to five and then decide from there if we could possibly cut it to three, and if not, then we could keep it as a five.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. That was kind of what we agreed initially. Anyways, uh, so another way to die. I think we move on from it just now. I think, but it's going to have to come back up. I think it's not an automatic lock in, although we have locked it in in a sense. But it's not for me, Gordon. You want to suggest another one,
2: or you? Want- yeah. Yeah. Uh, the light, see the living. I think it's between the world's not enough and the living daylights to take out. I think the world's not enough shades it because I feel the lyrics are in keeping with the the Bond character a bit more. The living... I agree with this. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's a, a very important quality, and the living. I think the The World's Not Enough's got a sort of like darker quality as well. Though i' I don't feel the Living Daylights is completely in keeping with that with that film. There's something that's and I vocally vocally it, it doesn't really do much for me. And I feel there's a, the likes of if you're looking at Living Daylights in a whole, the Where's Everybody's Gone's a much more appropriate theme in it it just it just works well on the scores. Again, it's that's kinda like it's kinda like the way Surrender was in to One Never Dies, or the way um, Mr Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was in, in Thunderbolts. Like they were you have this other great song that was intended to be the the title song, which was actually in the score for most of it. Mm-hmm. But they but they, for maybe commercial decisions they've chosen another song. So it's never See, see, like, when I listen to my, um, well, my, my my CD, which I've had for years, which has got all of these songs up to The World's Not Enough, there's there's certain ones I'll never skip. Living Daylights is, it just, if I'm ever going to skip one every once in a while, that's always one of them. Yeah. I, I mean, I added it,
0: but I can see it not making the list. I find it catchy. I find it fun. It's probably not... One of the best. It's not a Bondian quality that I don't. I think when you're talking top, yeah, field, it kind of has to have. So I'm, I'm as much as I nominated it, uh, I wanted to give it some kind of acknowledgement. I th- I do think it's it's actually a really good song. I like it. It's catchy, but it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't make the the full thing. I I can see it going. So if everyone is okay with the living daylights being cut, we will cut it.
3: The living daylights. Yep, I think so. I was just looking at the lyrics there and it's no, it it doesn't particularly tie into the film. So no. I think lyrically it's it's justifiable to cut.
2: Yeah. Right. I oh. don't think see, I don't think there's like a hook in it that you that you know John Barry could have used in the score of that film really. I d- he might have used it subtly. I'm I'm just trying to remember. did he
0: have some trouble I think he didn't quite get on with them. Aha. Uh-huh. I think there was kind of, yeah, a, that's of a, right. a tenuous kind of um when they're actually making it, the relationship between them. Um, oh
2: no, it is, it is in the score a little, bit. actually the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I can
0: right I can picture it now. I'm going to select a song now. Um, I'm hoping it's not too controversial. For to me, this song doesn't. It's nowhere near my top ten. The man with <laughs> the golden gun, Lulu. It's catchy and stuff, but there's a tacky feel to it. And I get that it's a slightly playful song that's really unsubtle. If we're talking about some of the lyrics from the Shirley Bassey songs, I mean, this is, this is taking it. I can't believe this one's still on, considering we've cut Diamonds Are yeah. Forever. This is the one where I feel like they kind of started to. I, I mean, it's okay. It's not awful. It's not like Diamond, Die Another Day type stuff, but I don't feel like it sits in amongst the, the classy stuff that we've got in, 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 in this group here.
2: One thing I would say to defend that song, Steve, I think Lulu doesn't get the credit she deserves as a vocalist. I think in in that song, her vocal range is incredible, and she had a cold when she recorded that, and I think it gave her a sort of kind of huskiness. If you can try, see if you listen to the song and you try and isolate all the, the other instruments, let's like see if you had a mixing desk and you can just hear the vocals only, you'd actually be blown away, I think. I think there's definitely something to be said for just Lulu as a vocalist, she's an incredible singer. And see see as much as some of these other ones, I'm looking at the list we've got left here, as much as a lot of these other ones are maybe better songs in the whole, I'm looking up the list, and there's not many of them that are actually better vocalists on that song than, than Lulu is. Like I would say Tina Turner, Goldeneye, Bassie and Goldfinger, McCartney and Living Light Die, um, Cornell, they're they're maybe slightly better vocally in those songs, but the others Garbage, um, Carly Simon. Yeah, I don't think they're, they can even compete with the way Lulu sings in that song. And I think as well, it's the impact of it. That's kind of what, similar to Goldfinger, so the impact is there isn't a slow build up to that song. It's right in your face straight away.
0: I think that's maybe what I don't like. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it, but I don't feel that it's. Yeah, I, I can agree. Great vocalist. She's obviously a talented artist, things like that. But for me, it's not the whole package. And I think for this kind of debate, when we're really struggling to get this down. I feel like when you've got lyrics that are as kind of basic and lacking in imagination, um, then I think that's, I, I feel like that has to be, it, it loses marks and that's not enough to keep it on this list. It's got, to me, it's got further than it probably should have from my own personal opinion. And I think it's got some acknowledgement here. You've obviously talked it up real well. And I think fair enough but I don't think, I personally just don't see it sitting in amongst these other songs. that um, We still have to cut some of them as well, I just, I just don't see it. I agree with
1: it being taken away, yeah. I just have to say. So I'll add that in. Steve?
3: Yeah, I actually, it's, I mean, I agree that vocally Lulu is fantastic, but again, I'm just, I'm sitting looking at the lyrics, and I know I said that hey. Goldfinger was literal. This is so literal. I've also just seen the line his eye may be on you or me. Who will he buy? I didn't yeah. know that was a line. Yeah. But uh, you kind of go, is that about the man with the golden gun, or is that about James Bond? So-
2: yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's one of the, you know, the best songs lyrically, because it's, it's definitely down the, the lower ranks with that. Yeah. I don't know. I think again, it's another one of these. I think uh, there's a slight emotional attachment from when I saw it. And the, the, there's a certain mood. It's, it's uplifting as well. I think that's another reason I like it. But like you said, I mean, this is all subjective. You know, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a, it's not even a top five for me. It was like, like I I said when I put it in, man, it's a wild card. Right. And I just thought it's nice to mix up a little bit, but yeah, fine. (laughs) <laughs> you,
0: you seem fine with it. Uh, no,
2: no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm I <laughs> say I'm I'm tired. i and on another day I would uh, probably be able to back up these opinions a bit more but I'm like Bofeld said, it's late. I'm tired, and <laughs> You'll awfully yeah. let's move on to the next song. <laughs> uh, who that I'm was? Me. To
3: shut this down. These lyrics are hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to have to shut this down because it's, it's, they're actually genuinely very funny. I know. Who will be bang? Who will he we bang? We'll see. Oh yeah, it's going to. And be- it's
2: again getting all that past the censors as well. I'm not sure it was was always that was
3: subtle. Yeah, it's like who is James Bond going to fuck this time, round? <laughs> yeah. The man with the golden gun will get it done. He will shoot anyone with his gun. Oh no! Nah, a three-year-old wrote that.
0: Yeah, yeah, not, not, not the best. Right. So back to the start. I think if that was all cut. So is that Steve then to cut another one?
3: I think it is. Uh, this is getting tricky. Very, very tricky. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut one of my own, and I'm gonna cut the world is not enough because oh. I, I mean, I, I love the song, and it's, it's got the darkness I think that's required for a Bond song. And it's got the lyrics, I think, that pays enough attention to the film to make it a Bond song. But I don't think it competes in a sort of top five. It's, I mean, I will... Oh man, I I'm def- I would defend <laughs> it to the hilt, and I would, I love it. Yeah.
0: Um. I, I'm actually it's... struggling with this one, Steve, as much as you're cutting it, your own one I would have agreed with you in putting this one on. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with taking
1: it off, actually, because I don't think it's up to the same standards as
0: but the thing, this is where we have to start looking at the ones we've highlighted, because I do not feel that you Only Live Twice and Another Way to Die are better than The World Is Not Enough. I like them both, don't get me wrong, not saying anything bad about yep. them, but when we're talking about preference here, to me, The World Is Not Enough is in top five Bond category. Like
3: it's- See, oh, this oh. is a tricky oh. one, because preference, I absolutely would keep The World Is Not Enough on. So I'm trying to tr- sort of look at this objectively.
0: I think that would uh, still be objective. Like, I think You Only Live Twice. We commented on the podcast. It is all about that Barry theme. I mean, Gordon, you made some great points with Nancy Sinatra's singing style, and I think you're, I you, you've you really highlighted some stuff about it, but I, I don't, it's not energetic enough for me, and maybe that's not the point of the song, but
2: it doesn't. doesn't I kind of, another I'm, thing I would, on you go, Steve. I would just
3: because I think Steve's right there. You Only Live Twice. As part of the overall score for that film, because the motif that comes from that yes. um, song, all yes. commented, is beautiful. But as a standalone song, I, I would actually, if it wasn't highlighted, I would be taking that one off.
1: Well, I'll, I'll add my voice to that.
0: Well. <laughs> Are you just this person that just comes in to say I agree, I disagree? <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's, it's like a game of chess. So I've identified that this will be a three. Agreement with three people, so we know that we will be cutting a song,
0: right? So, what, what, what do you want to say on it? What, what are you going to add to it? Uh,
1: well, I don't, I don't think I'll get anything to add, other than I, I agree that it's not. I kind of didn't look at it because it was highlighted, but looking at it as with all the rest, I, I, I wouldn't keep it in the top so three is, or five.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Gordon, obviously, you're the one that highlighted this one, so this is obviously one that you feel really strongly about. Um, how, how do you feel about this?
2: It's a beautiful melody, and it's a it's a hook that has the ability to to bring the just bring the score to life throughout the films. If you look at these other films that go on the list, there's not many of them. I don't think have the ability. The likes of another way Die, I don't think there's any real sort of catchy melody in there. The world's not enough. I don't think there's a particularly catchy melody. Um, I think the
0: world is not enough. Is catchy. I love it. It's great. Mm. I think there's. I, I'm kind of agreeing with you on the another world way to... is not enough. Exactly. It's great. Doesn't
2: doesn't quite do it for me. I, I love uh, it. Well,
0: me. Gordon, I can I
1: can tell you right now that as a as a as a person who's written songs, it definitely I I get it as personal preference, but there's definitely a melody in the world is not enough. Um, but there definitely is one in you only live twice as well.
2: Oh, but the thing the is, melody yeah. is just—it's um, it, not enough to stand up in a, in, in a score and bring a score to life, and a score which in turn brings a film to life. And you've got to, especially for the likes of Steve, you were saying, "Wasn't enough." Is one of your least favorite Bond films. I mean, I feel um, for a, a film to really like stick along the memory, there has to be, there has to be a score that really—the music in the film has to really stand up. I think it's all it's all intertwined. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I
0: I was fighting quite strongly. Like diamonds are forever is in my top five or ten themes, and I can't stand that film. Um, I can divorce the my feelings for the theme over the the film. I can see the argument that a good theme should be used as motif, and this film is probably one of the pinnacles of how you do that. That motif from that theme, the way it's I used. I think
2: as well. Well, the I mean, these are these songs of all got their own merits, and, and the world's not enough, I mean, one of the fantastic things about that is that line there's no point in living if you can't feel alive, that's used in the film, it's yeah. quite a and it's used more than once, you know, that's quite a, and well, You Only Live Twice, I'm pretty sure that's used in the film as well, so that, you know, they're similar characteristic there okay. The, the but, thing is,
1: I mean, listening to you You Only Live Twice, right it's, it does inspire a motif that's used in the film, yeah. And I think that that same little bit of strings was used later on by Robbie Williams or something, wasn't it?
3: Yes, it was. From Valerian.
1: But, um, I just don't think that the song You Only Live Twice, has sung by her, has the same impact or quality as The World Is Not Enough. I feel like Aye. they're, they're, they're two quite similar songs in the sense of their, you know, their, their, um, pace and, um, even, even actually the, you know, the singer, the singing isn't.
0: Mm, I just some, I, okay. yeah, I disagree on the pace. I think The World Is Not Enough's got a bit more energy to it. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about like beats per minute and all that, but like, it, it, yeah, I suppose The World Is Not Enough it does feel. I mean, it's not like a thrash metal song, is oh, it? Oh, true, but, yeah. You know, it's, it, but I do feel like The World Is Not Enough. Also, that motif was, was present in the movie from that song. So it's not like it's, do you know what I mean? Like, if I, I feel like a... It's tough sometimes, it's a tough choice but I feel you like we're making the choice
3: twice, I yep. think is going to come back up again in the score uh, discussion that we're going to have, which is why I think what would be useful would be to sort of separate score from theme, which is why I think on this occasion You Only Live Twice could come out, but it's, it's a potential contender to take the overall score, or to be up
1: Oh, least, definitely, 100% is I think
3: yeah. it's that because what we're just what I think this is centering on is that motif, which we all agree is fantastic, and it works beautifully throughout the film. But as a standalone song, does it work?
1: Okay, no, I don't think so. And I've always felt that you only know, have twice the song itself. Um, the the way that the the guitar translates the the motif doesn't work for me either. Sometimes, do you know what I mean? Like I just yeah,
2: hmm. like, uh, yeah, okay.
1: I mean, I I think not, I think if you, I think if the song "You Only Live Twice" was more orchestral and um, uh, sort of maybe up an octave or whatever, do you know what I mean? I, like I, I, I would have enjoyed it a lot more.
2: Okay,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, so I'd, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly out out of voted. That you only live twice, which is fair enough. But my, my my final words on on that, sure. Would would be fuck you everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I'm not. Um, I'm not taking this. Part. I don't have the energy to keep defending it really. But I think the I think the film you only have twice kind of falls flat, but the the score almost saves the film. That's how powerful that song that is, is, and that's so... how powerful the score is, and that is how powerful John. John Barry is as a songwriter and as a as a composer. Well, I spent the same thing actually, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think
0: um just but by saying that I though. think it's the score. I think this is coming back up, but I think yeah. it's not this category. Um I think uh-huh. again getting to the final nine I think is testament to what this song is. that is still a high praise. It's in the top ten essentially already. But I think it's um time to time to drop it. Gordon, it's time to die, yeah. they might think. Okay, I think we'll we'll cut You Only Live Twice and move on. So sorry Gordon. So Gord is it Franz turn to cut and try and get us another cut?
1: It is indeed and I enjoy this. Now, out of all of these, <laughs> the one that I find to be the most boring, despite what Tom York said, is nobody does it better. Yeah. Nobody
2: does <laughs> I feel
1: like we're nobody does. It's just like it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, like it's the kind of thing. Like, could you imagine driving down the road, like, and you're going to a meeting or something, and you're trying to get pumped up and sticking that on I mean, it's
2: not, you know, it's not like. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just I don't see now. I'm looking at the listeners. I think most of them are pipping. Nobody does it better in this list, but. I can't see how another way to die is is more exciting and memorable, and I can't see how. What then the nobody not it enough. Better. I would say it is. yeah. More exciting. yeah. I would say I it think it's is more exciting. I would say it's more exciting, and the world's not enough. I just don't see. um what, is, uh... <laughs> I just I just can't see how how they are more exciting songs. Uh...
1: Another way to die is a dynamic, modern, up tempo track with attitude and swagger. Mm, and yeah. nobody does better as a a sort of aging crooner, you know, shambling off the side of the stage.
2: Mm, I think it's Pusky. got attitude. I think it's got attitude and swagger. And I think you can. And I, yeah. And I think you can. Yeah. Fight it, guys. Bring it on. Could you imagine a wrestler going on WWE with that? Or <laughs> Well, it's not you don't you don't have a James Bond song. You, you, I don't know why you're thinking of James Bond songs in the in the scenario of a wrestling ring, really. But um, I don't, I don't they're like not really made. you know. Just, that's know. a completely different world. I think if you look at, there's a reason that people, people fans often say nobody does it better as Ken and Roger or as Anthony. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, I think it's, it's just.
0: It's. It's. I, I can't see how that could be better than *Live and Let Die*.
2: That seems. Great. Look at the. Look at the chorus and look at the lyrics and how you can you can equate that to Bond. Uh, yeah. And but, Anya. Yeah. I, I d- know, but it's, it's but this it, this is not like a. We're not doing it. I suppose I
1: suppose there's a number of different things, right? But the lyrics do not make the song. A song can have garbage lyrics and still be amazing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like.
2: You know, I think well this is, this is, like, is where we're getting used- now we're getting into the... Because like Steve McCall said they're like subjective. Now we're getting into territory, it's like no, you're it's you know arguing know, you, someone's you, opinion. No, and that's just you know, I'm not saying anyone else is wrong here. I'm just saying this is where I think it stands up. Okay, yeah. Fair play right. Yeah, let's go. This and, is this is where we're, we're now starting to get into territory where it's almost as if you're saying what you're saying is wrong. And we're not it's not really about that, it's about saying the qualities. Of uh, of a song that you've nominated, you know, it's it's like Steve said earlier, it's subjective. Well, yeah, of course, it's subjective. I mean, there's no denying that nobody
1: does it better it has good lyrics. There's no denying that fact. But the thing about lyrics is that you don't always. There's a mix of different elements that make a song a good song. So lyrics is one of them. The music's one of them. Um, you know how you know the the singer. You know various different things. Um, and they all kind of come together. I guess it's just always been my my sense that uh, the first thing you notice about a song is the music and and the sound of the voice in the music. Do you know what I mean? And then if you really like the song and you like the, if you're a fan of the band then you start to look into things like lyrics, don't you? And you look at them a little bit more deeply. Like for instance, I think I didn't really know all the lyrics to You Know My Name until later. I kind of looked at them and I and I, I, liked, I enjoyed the song more because of that. But I didn't enjoy the song less because I wasn't a hundred percent clear on them. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I just I think what we have to do with when we're cutting a song out is to say, "Is uh, now I think what's happening here is that is that you know we're you're look we're looking at the song nobody does it better and saying." Is it better than another way to die? Is it better than living, let die? Is it better than the world is not enough? Whatever, right? But I'd say that on the f- on the whole, if we were just to take all the other what one, two, three, four, five, six, what seven? If we take all the other seven, I think at least six, five or six of those are better than nobody does it better. Do you know what I mean?
2: Like, does that make sense? Yeah, in the same way as I just said, you know, there's um, nobody does it better it is it isn't as good as most uh-huh. of the songs on that list. I just said I it think yeah. like it's better than the world's not enough and and better than our way to die. But it's you know yeah. Well, I, that, I, guess, I mean, to be honest, I think we should maybe draw a line under this song because that you know I've I've kind of said what I think are the qualities to it and um. Well, the thing is, you're not wrong though, Gordon. You're actually right because those qualities
1: are there in the song. Um, you know, I mean, Tommy, what yeah, are the Yeah, you no, know,
2: it's from the point of view you're telling me it didn't have attitude. You know, that's um, that's now. We're well, arguing I, against everyone. I have to one's. admit, I did find it quite funny to to. I would never have described
1: the song as a song with attitude before. You know what I mean? I'm it, it used me a bit. Think, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think a song needs to be loud or rock and roll to have attitude. I, I, you I, know? I, I, yeah, I think right. I think I, attitude can be interpreted in different ways. I mean, attitude. Well, doesn't... What to
1: be fair, how is it? What, what is it you mean when you use the word attitude? Then, because then it might make me understand it a bit better.
2: Right. Attitude is something that that stands up. It's uh what, It's something that something that speaks to you, I would say. Right. Something that um Well you're not wrong. I mean you're not wrong in the sense that I mean you can have
1: all different kinds of attitudes. Do you know what I mean? But it's just it's, the, the kind yeah. of popular usage of the word attitude is someone who's swaggering about and... Like a punk. It's a punk. Uh-huh, Aha, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's,
2: it's not, word swagger. not always, like, it's yeah. not always in, like, in the literal sense, though. Well, yeah,
1: you're right. I, I see if you're using it to say that, it, that it's sure of itself and, it, and uh, uh, you know, maybe it's not, you know, it's not a a bombastic song or anything like that or it's, it's not like a Shirley Bassey type, you know, song, but it's a song that has a very clear... Um, you know, as I was saying earlier on, Tom York, one of the greatest musicians of all time, says it's the sexiest song ever written. So I suppose if you were to take, se- you know, sexuality as a type of attitude or a type of thing that you could detect, then it was, it is very strong in that sense. Yeah. Um, it just particularly amused me to imagine like a punk, like Steve Barry saying, like, Imagine a gangster driving around like you know, or a bunch of guys, you know, with a baggy pants, on listening to this like, in their car. Do you know what I mean? It just it, yeah. So that's see,
2: that's like attitude in the, in the literal yeah, sense, yeah, you yeah. know, which right. wasn't what I meant.
1: Right, okay, which, so but that, that's what made me laugh. Basically, that's what that's what amused me. It was just the the thought of that. But right. okay, it's not well, like song. I mean, there's no denying it, it's a good song. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah. I again, mean, at the end of the day, I had about five songs that um which. Um, I was going to mention before this, you know, so I wasn't even going to bring that in. The only reason I brought um, Nobody Does It Better in was because out of the ones, we were all nominated songs. About three of them had already been nominated, so I thought, you know, I need a couple of wild cards. Because like I said, at the end of the day, I'll sort of finish it off on this. The songs we've got left on the list, that's what, um, eight songs? Um, So I would say... Seven? Five sorry hold on <laughs> Let me... eight. there's eight songs left oh, yeah, math, so eight, songs, so eight bad. songs including nobody does it better i would say no nobody does it better has about number six in that list
0: right okay yeah um kind of with you there gordon uh i think that is a good song it speaks to the franchise it's a confidence that film it fitted so well that was the comeback film the 10th film um, it was the first time. It was just broccoli, and he had to, a lot to prove that the franchise still had something. Completely fits the the film and the time. It just doesn't um, scream at me as any further than top eight. Like the, for me, that song. Um, but I think it's it, it's certainly in a in sort of top ten eight space. So for me, it would get cut. I know that's one that I don't know if we, are we all agreeing to cut it then after that. But we've kind of acknowledged that it's got merit.
1: Well, that's the thing, we're getting to the difficult bit now, aren't we, where we're cutting songs that are great, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that are very, very good songs.
3: Yeah. So, this th- is this getting is... cut from the top eight Bond songs ever, so in terms of getting cut, I don't think it's it's particularly disparaging yeah. to mm-hmm. to say that, yeah. saying it's it's less, It's it's incredible but not... As incredible as other incredible songs, so I think it's fair.
0: Uh, Gordon, I know that you were saying you wanted to cut after. Were you trying to say that you would rather cut another film before this that you wouldn't actually want it cut right now? Is that what you were trying to say? I misunderstood you.
2: No, I'm not saying do this or do that. I'm just saying, um, you know, that's yeah. No, I, I said. I'm okay. pretty sure I said yeah. Let's take it out. Okay. That's fine because okay. you know, if if you see, you know, the thing is not quite there, that you know, I'm outnumbered, so that's. You know that's fine because, to me, like I said, at best it's number six anyway, so that's absolutely mm.
0: fine. Right, Gordon, you can choose a film then.
2: Yeah. Um, so one to cut out then. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, God, this is difficult. Isn't I know it? that this is, yeah. this is where we test our friendship. here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I love it. I would say, I'm... yeah, the, the world's not enough. I would say, um, vo- um, not vocally, but lyrically, I think. Clearly, they've nailed it in terms of you know getting a sense of the character. Um, instrumentally, I just don't find it memorable enough. Hmm. And that—that's—I <laughs> can't—I can't I can really sum it up any better than that. Especially, like I said, I'm tired. I'm not exactly fine. all you know, cylinders. That's about. If you want to stop, we could stop, man. We can always. No, it's, up. it's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. But mm. it just—it it just doesn't really. It's... It just doesn't quite stand stand out for me. I think it would see if the film was a bit darker. I think maybe it might kind of work better. But now I don't know. You'll see. Or Fair enough. Maybe we don't want to go too much into the actual films, but you know, I, I think you need to relate songs to to the context of the film and also, you know, the score. Like I said, the sc- I know we're not getting into scores, but um, that is kind of that comes into my thinking with all of these. Because if we're looking at them just. All right. As yeah. how they are as songs, actually, like just comparing songs and not it may as well not be a Bond podcast. You know what I mean? Gordon, would you are you to, were you thinking of taking out the world is not enough? That's what he suggested yeah. you. Know, right, that's, okay. that's, that's, that's my opinion. Is um, but
1: do you know do you know I I actually it, I actually kind of have to agree with Gordon here because when you look at the actual list of songs, right, like I'm basically just trying to go with my gut as to what I think the weakest song is out of the bunch that are there, right? So then like the one that would be say number. Seven on the list. Do you know what I mean? So numbers, so I'd put like well, the words not off as number seven out of ten, basically. So I would take I, that would disappear for me now at this point. And
3: you know the mean, one who nominated it, I actually agree. Looking at what's left, I kind of that's understand. the one that has to. It's not. It's not weak. It's just the one that has to drop off. And in fairness, number seven of that's all the things I think is pretty much up there. So I, I would back you on that.
1: Um, so that's that's the us then cool. Well. <laughs> Can I can I speak up for it? It's like Red Dwarf, isn't it? Because it's like now when you get Lister and Rimmer and the Cat and Crichton, and like sometimes two of them are allies, and then the other, you know, they switch rounds yeah. sometimes.
0: I, I feel think like that's like... what's going to happen. Each song brings <laughs> alliance, a- alliance. Yeah. Uh, on this one, obviously, I'm going to be the the difficult one. I, I this is <laughs> this is my third of. I'm not going to like. I, I can sense the room. I will let it go. But um, I really like this song, and this one is up there as my third of the best of them. I'm going to be controversial here and nominate, not nominate, but I do feel that it's better than both uh, Another Way to Die and Actually You Know My Name. And I'm actually... (laughs) I know that is not probably a popular opinion, but You Know My Name is... I, I that would be what I would cut. I actually don't feel it's as strong as what everyone seems to think it is. I think it's a great grungy rock song, but I don't feel it's bonding, and I don't think it's particularly. It's got attitude. It's got edge, and it's great for that film, but I don't find it particularly memorable. I always forget it, and I just it doesn't speak to me. And it, the, to me, the world is not enough. That is a Bond theme. I, I think
3: what you know my name needs credit for, and I remember t- talking about this on the podcast itself, is the extent to which Chris Cornell properly researched yeah. the book and the film and the whole sort of Bond universe in order to the, the amount of work that went in lyrically to writing this song.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get uh, that.
3: That's true. Is what I think. But see, it's a tricky one because I, I kind of have it on a par with Another Way to Die. Yep. And as much as I love Another Way to Die musically, it's difficult. Not uh, appreciate the amount of work that went into, you know, my name lyrically. So that's that's kind of where I stand on that one. On there, that's getting into kind of a par. I think on those,
0: yeah. I like, I mean, I, when I'm picked those two out, I wasn't saying that they are, but they're they're like they're the ones that I would cut now in the sense that they're my top seven or eight. They're not like, yeah. they're they're still in my top ten of Bond themes. We're talking real top stuff. But when we're talking about prioritizing what would get cut over it. That is the two that I, I look at and they don't scream at me the way that I think Live and Let Die and Golden Eye, Goldfinger and probably Imagities do. Um, and obviously my point for The World is Not Enough. If, if the, if the rooms are against me on this, on The World is Not Enough, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna fight it, but I don't know if that argument over the other, those other two that I've mentioned has any sway. Um, Gordon, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. The the yeah, the problem I'm finding now is we're looking at a list of actually all great songs and actually trying to find faults. It's like I know <laughs> taking all the things that you love in your life and asking you to pick faults with them. Because yeah. when you know I, I'm gonna try and look at them more and think, well, this is better because and you know in a a positive way because it's uh, do you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. it's it's getting in, it's getting into difficult territory. Yeah, I totally agree with what Steve McCall said there about cornell and you know my name because you look at i mean from what i'm led to believe the likes of madonna and die another day that that song was uh like a madonna demo it was never made for a bond but cornell spent months actually researching the character like you said Stephen, he uh he actually you know he researched past bond songs he, you know he referenced tom jones he referenced uh mccartney as well you yeah. know that's and what, you know, an incredible songwriter, but yes so uh, so we're looking at then did you say Steve um taking out of the world's not enough the I mean, the room your, you guys,
0: your preference then uh Steve McCall I think nominated it. I was the one that actually defended it. Um but the room yeah. you guys all kind of agreed that it should go. Um the only my only argument it was just to see if anyone had any could could see it above
3: See, I'm now kind of backtracking and wondering, because now that I'm looking at this as more objectively as Bond songs rather than songs I like, I think The World Is Not Enough might deserve to be up there above Another Way To Die, as much as I love it as a song, is it a Bond song?
1: I can, I I, I can back you on that one. I can back you on that one.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. it's In a sense, I think I'm going to have to sort of start taking that uh, kind of thinking in order to narrow it down from here because as we've said we're left with seven incredible songs mm-hmm. uh, and if you look at it from a kind of gut loving the song perspective nothing is going to come out and we're going to be here till midnight
1: yeah sure the, the world is not enough is actually i'd say a wee bit more iconic than and um, than um another way to die i, I would I say it's so. the one it's, it's my argument certainly
3: yeah it's a bond song another way to die is a great song, but doesn't you wouldn't listen to it and immediately go, "Oh, that's from a Bond film."
0: Yeah, uh-huh.
1: and, and and also, I I remember going to see Quantum of Solace and not enjoying the song as much as you know my name, so I know that it's not. I would put it below that as well. Do you know what I mean?
0: Okay, yeah. so although we were trying to cut the world is not off, are we actually agreeing now to cut another way to die?
2: Steve, I, well, I was, gonna, I was actually going to suggest that in the first place. Okay. Turnaround?
1: Yeah. yeah, this is incredible. So your song you chose, Steve, was right on the brink of destruction, and, then <laughs>
3: destruction destroyed. and now I've turned against it and just kind of shot it off a cliff.
1: Yeah. I love the fact Do you see how quickly Steve deleted um, Another Way to Die from the list there so we couldn't go back? It's It's
2: not even deleted off, mind you, that's how slow my internet is. Is it really? Oh, really? Uh, It's it's gone now. Six songs now? Yeah, right. So
0: was that Now Me to Cut One? Okay, well, I'm guessing, obviously, I kind of mentioned my... Is is it you? Well, I think... Gordon didn't choose the last one, did he? Oh, who chose it then? Who was it? Oh. Who tried? Who, who, try, tried who, who tried to cut? Who, the... Oh, was it? Was it Steve actually? Steve? Tried to, oh, so it's Fran then yeah. Sorry, mate. You are try,
1: trying to get rid of the, 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 the function of democracy in here? You <laughs> trying, trying to have two votes? <laughs> like I'm a ruthless guy. <laughs> guy. Right. Let's see. So, um, right. This is tense, man. <laughs> I think at this stage we'd lose "Honor, and Majesties" by John Barry. Oh. <sighs> Now, yep. The reason for that is that all the rest are fully developed songs with lots of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like with, there's character there. with characters. Now, I still th- I th- I think that Honour Majesty's, I, it's one of my absolute favourites, actually, yeah. this, that piece of music. But I do think it sits in at number six.
0: Yeah. As you said it, I was like oh that's a tough one I don't know if I agree but looking at the list I know there's three above it for me and I've obviously made my case for the world is not enough um, and there's probably another one above it so it's like it's my fifth but we're we're trying to get it down to a three I can see it going I mean, to before it goes, I have to say though, what a piece of music! What a, oh yeah, what a the quintessential Bondian style piece of music. Um, I I, I would argue it didn't need lyrics. It is that's why it it's strong. Yeah. It's it works for that film. Um, I I
1: just think this is as far as an instrumental get.
0: Maybe maybe you're
1: right. Yeah,
3: uh, it's you know I mean? going to reappear in the score. It's another one that's going to reappear. Yeah. I think in the score discussion.
1: Yeah, but this like keep. Like, I think it was me that. that I did it earlier on, was it? Well, but I, I do, th- I do think that, like, the fact it's got to this stage is a testament to how good that actual instrumental is. Yeah. To get yeah. to the to-, to get to, um, the ha- like,
2: obviously the top six is yeah. incredible for an instrumental piece of music.
0: Gordon, what's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, like you said, it it's that good a piece of music. It doesn't even need vocals, which is why I would keep it in there a bit longer. Personally, <laughs> I think it is. It gives it gives a sense of danger, which. I, I think the only song left there that that also does that is gold is goldfinger and, Live and Let die they get a, a real sense of danger. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I feel the others not not quite there. Um and it's a sense of foreboding as well. And again, I see I, again I'm thinking of it in the context of the film because it it gives a sense of danger and foreboding which is it just kind of it kind of captures that film and a song is is even like uh a sort of alternative James Bond theme, that's how much it stands up, I think. You know, that could easily but in the same way as John Barry's 007 theme, I think it's it's got that hook almost like what the cause you I mean, I'm sure we can all agree the 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 actual original James Bond song, originally conceived by Monty Norman, there's you know, that does not that has a vocal in form of a guitar. And it's like um on the Honor Majesty's Secret Service theme the the vocal is essentially the the trumpets and the the synthesizer and uh yeah i just it's for me I, I would i would i would keep in there personally but that's my that's my sort of case for it what would you take out instead i would take out of the world's not enough for the again the same the same <laughs> you, reasons you, you are like you have good like well, a bee in your bonnet about the world is not well, enough. Well, I like mean, mean, that I, song, though.
0: I mean, I like all weird. these I get, songs. I get, I get why you would say that, It's yeah, I, I get am like only,
1: I'm only teasing. It's just funny to imagine somebody like having a murderous, like obsession with a song. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's a toss up. Yeah. Because because they are a very similar quality. I think that the world is not enough. The only reason that it, the only reason that it edges forward of Honour Majesty's for me is the fact that it's it is a fully developed piece of music. Do you know what I mean? It's a song. It's not a piece of we've kinda cheated with this Honor and Majesties because this should really be in the score one. But it's so good. But I think I think we have to you know if we're gonna do five song songs.
0: Or three, maybe.
1: Or three. Yeah, when we're gonna have five or three song songs. Do you know what I mean? I don't think Honor Majesty's John Barry version would ever be in the top three or top five for
0: yeah. team
1: stuff. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But I, think, I think when it comes to the score one later, because I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. Like I think it's going to be right up there almost at the very top
0: in that. So, is it a I hate doing the vote thing, but are we cutting it then?
3: I think it kind of it's... it The fact that it will make a reappearance in the score section, I think, yeah. um, suggests that it's it's okay to cut at this point. I mean, it's the fact that it's got this far, as we've said, shows just how good a piece of music it is. That it yeah. it's so good it can compete with, you know, Shirley Bassey and Carly Simon's and whatnot. But I think I would I would be fine with cutting it and then seeing it again next week.
0: Okay, Gordon. I'm sorry to sorry to say I think it's getting cut.
1: Yeah, the thing is, isn't this? Why are well, you not apologising to me? Wasn't this my choice to put this song on it?
3: No, I thought it was. I'm sure was it was you, Gordon. Or I, nice? think, I
0: think Gordon was the one
1: that
2: was
0: uh, wanting to keep it on. Can't remember. Like he
2: was uh, yeah. arguing, but the arguing. the point the point is, um where you know, we've we've managed to so far, you know, give <laughs> discuss all these songs at length, the pros and the cons, exactly. you know, that's which is, it's just yeah, it's just a. That's the point. Yeah, it's a pretty I love this. pointless <laughs> so, exercise when we think about it. Like, actually, but I, I would say it's th- interesting.
0: I think just because it'll be interesting to see if we can get it down to a three, we keep going. We actually oh. are. We actually are now down to five. So technically, it would be a case if you really wanted to, you could just pick the winner. But I, I don't know how you guys feel. I would hope to continue the the, the hard cuts and see if we can get right. to three.
2: Well, it's so just for Gordon's audio next,
0: purposes.
3: Yep. It's live and let it die. World is not enough. You know my name, Golden Eye, and Goldfinger.
2: That's left.
1: Yep. Cheers. Okay. So Gordon, man, like I, I, I am on the edge of my seat, wondering what's going to come off next.
2: Yeah. So what's going to come off <laughs> next? next? <laughs> well, I think we know. We know which one you don't like. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, can it survive I like another this, round? I like this. I like this song, but I, there's nothing really more I can say about it. it just. It's never really... Again, it's one of these ones in my compilation I tend to every so often I, I will not quite be in the mood for it and I'll, I'll skip through it. Mm, right, this is where we but get... But I, I like it, I really appreciate it lyrically and I like the band as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, does it beat... For me, it still beats, you know, my name. But I do recognise the argument, Steve, that you made very well how much work... In terms of understanding the character and the the series and things like that, and how well it fitted in that the reboot timeline, yeah, oh, you might right, maybe- I, But I think I just uh, yeah.
3: See, yeah, I love the world is not off, but at this stage, know I've, I've said this about three times now. It's time this, for it to go. I think at this stage, yeah. it might be. I think it's I think, yeah. Sorry, number ego- five is is pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you may be right. I, I think I'd have to concede on this one. I, I, I've tried to defend it as much as I can, even when I wasn't even the one that added it, and it was Steve that was that added it. Steve, but...
1: this is how I know that you're going to be a good parent someday. Like, see the loyalty you've shown this song? The dedication? <laughs> like, the way that you've, you've held it from the brink of death on yeah. a number of occasions? Like imagine. will still ah, get to uh, a
3: point where go, you know what, nah, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, actually, no. No, I, I, I'm choosing something else over you, child. Goodbye. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I think we should all give Stephen Barry a round of applause for for this, like just to cheer, like yeah. amount of, you know, just.
2: Dead I heat. don't. I see. I missed a bit of that because I was just fetching a a drink there. But I'm I'm guessing Guess what what, yeah. what Fran was saying there. I'm guessing you're saying something along the lines of like picking the best out of this list is like picking one of your favorite children you've got five or six of them
0: it does feel like that but actually what he was saying was how much i've defended it it was like a parent trying to defend a child
2: yeah i heard the word parent or child so that was the first thing i thought of because it really is like this it's like apart well (laughs) out of the even like i said even the ones that are left you know I, i love them all in their own way and i would listen to I would listen to the world's not enough or um Another Way to Die or No Time to Die Way before I would listen to any chart music these days or flick or to one of the, the music video channels. It's you yeah. know, it's it's still it's still bond at the end of the day. It's like the same as for for what? For the bad things I've said about dimes are forever. It's still Bond, it's still got a lot of the formula in it. You can't take that away from it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right, man. Right. We are now down to last four. Live and Let Die by Wings. You Know My Name for Casino Royale by Chris Cornell. "Golden Eye" from Tina Turner and Goldfinger, Shirley Bassey. Now, obviously, I'm the one that's technically to choose, but this is just really uh, kind of this is the fight to get the final one off. I don't think it's... I would nominate Chris Cornell, the, the You Know My Name, but I'm curious. I feel like it's between that reading the room here from what everyone else feels, it's between that and Goldfinger. My feelings would be um, you know, my name would get cut, but I know that's not going to be easy. to See, this is what
1: I'm thinking, right? Now, I am going to protect, you know, my name the way that you protect the world is not enough, because it's my my child. Chris Cornell is my child, okay? Now, here's the thing, right? I think the top three, if we're going to go to a top three, should be representative of a number of different things, okay? Now, if we get rid of you know my name, then we've wiped out the Bond after Daniel Craig started.
0: I mean, I don't and think...
1: We're taking that we're mm-hmm. taking that away from from being represented in that top three, and it would be all classic Bond. And I don't think... Now, I think that my perfect top three would be Live and Let Die, You Know My Name, and Goldeneye. Now, I think Goldfinger and Live and Let Die would be the two. Basically, I feel like Goldeneye... Goldfinger and Live and Let Die are all kind of analogs of each other, but I feel that Goldfinger is the weakest of the three. I feel like You Know My Name is a unique song that's different to all the others. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's a uniqueness and a power to that. It's almost the beginning of a new era of Bond. It's like that. Well, if he, I had to be he, had the Casino Royale um, uh, uh, opening sequence. You know that got it was fresh and new. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel very strongly about this song being in a top three. I think that. Um, You know, and in fact, I wouldn't even say that I would say that my absolute top song would be Live and Let Die followed by GoldenEye with number three You Know My Name, do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even say that's the top song But I just feel like it's better I feel like Goldfinger would be number four And then in the top three we've got two classic Bond And one more kind of modern Bond, definitely Uh, Because I don't think Live and Let Die, GoldenEye and You Know My Name are, Are like each other, whereas I feel like Do you know what I mean?
0: I I I don't I wouldn't choose a song based on trying to represent different eras I don't for me it's just all about the song do I like the song more and whatever, well, I, mean, whatever I think Yeah I, think I know I said, aye. you're trying you no. I get you're trying to make an argument and fair play. That's another way to look at it these the interesting thing about those three that you're trying to get through instead of Goldfinger is they are all beginnings of new eras they are the first of each of those bonds and um, whereas Goldfinger is an established bond uh, story for 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 Connery. I just think
1: maybe maybe you're right actually, I didn't quite twig that, but I feel like there's a particular energy to Live and Let Die, You Know My Name and Goldeneye. I mean, I I would say
0: all of that I think Goldfinger, that is, that's the first theme really of the Bond themes, if you don't really count from Russia With Love and obviously the John Barry from Doctor No, like, that's the real first celebrity coming in doing a theme, that's the first one, that's the the one that set the template, everything, and I know that we shouldn't give marks just for setting the template, and it's all about what's the best. I have to also think it is one of the best. I get Gordon, you might be the one that would side with me on this. I'm hoping, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep, I keep zooming in and out because I'm so tired. I was just like racking my brains there because this is so hard. This is really splitting hairs, man. These four songs, they're, they're all like I said, equally great bond anthems. Great songs on their own right, even if they weren't in the the double seven movies. Do you know? Do you know one thing? Living like die, you know my name and Goldfinger all have in common. They're they all of a darkness. I don't think Goldeneye quite is the the darkness factor. And I feel really bad saying that because it's it's really splitting hairs. Because cause then again you could say you could say uh, if you're looking at it vocally, you probably. McCartney's got the least vocal power, but then it's "Living Like Die." How can you not have "Living Like Die" in the top? Of these? So it's, I feel like I'm really splitting hairs. I would say maybe leave out "Goldeneye" just because of the it doesn't. It's a bit too sort of like good time bond, if you know what I mean. Whereas I think you need that because think how lighthearted "Living Light Die" is as a film, but it's quite a dark song. Um, I mean, it's all then, over the place that song though. Like, it goes to a
0: sort of jazz yeah. funk at one point, and it's uh it's weird, like it's a weird song. I like it, but I mean that 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 goes everywhere. <laughs>
2: that song. I would say, yeah, I would say that another kind of now. Now, I would put "Live and Let it Die" and "Goldfinger" in the same school, saying I love the time changes in both of them. Which I mean, that's very skillful songwriting. Especially "Live and Let it Die" is the most obvious one, but this is God. This is hard.
0: <laughs> this is fucking tough, man. Steve, where 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 are you lying here?
3: I'm wondering because I. Well my thought was we're basically arguing for third place because throughout this entire discussion nobody has touched either Liver Let Die or Goldeneye. So I think it was they must be top two. Yeah. But I'm now I'm now looking again at Goldeneye because I, I put that in specifically for those first four notes and it's the way it's used in the film. And after that but as we've established, fantastic, incredible pre title sequence. It's led into the title sequence by those first four bass notes. But looking at the rest of the song, and I'm even close to defending Goldfinger because it is it is possibly the quintessential Bond song. If you asked a hundred people to name a Bond theme, I reckon the one they'd all name is Goldfinger. So in the same way as I don't know, it's God, yeah, oh, God, this is tough.
0: Yeah. Steve McCall, um, coming... I agree with you.
2: Yeah, what? Yeah, Everyone's the...
0: going to cut gold. What's happening? When happened? you
2: think about it, what the fuck? What we are... <laughs> the funniest thing about all this, when you think about what we are doing, oh. uh, this is all completely pointless. It's fun, but it's completely pointless <laughs> because. I mean, I don't even east know east. why. We're, I don't even know why we're doing this. I mean, because we've, we've sort of discussed every song. Because I just feel like we are splitting hairs, but uh, yeah. we have to. That's, obviously, we started this, so yeah, we have to finish it. So I kind of, I get of it, that. Yeah. But the thing I was also going to say, see, in terms of, I, I'll go back to saying about how Goldeneye feels a bit too sort of good time bond for me. I love the song so much, and I love the film so much. It's just, it's like the song is basically named after a device. It's named after a satellite. But then Goldfinger, <laughs> Gold, right? Gold Goldfinger's named after one of the best films of all time. A a criminal, a a powerful man, and a rival of Bond. Uh, you know my name. That encap you know my name encapsulates what Bond is all about. See if you called it the see if you actually called the song Casino Royale. That would be similar to calling. Tina Turner's song Golden. No, it's just it's naming it after a sort of generic object, you know what I mean? But you know, my name, you could say that's arguably the pick of the bunch, because that is telling you exactly what Bond's all about. I mean, this is... the it just used I mean, I would say just take a look at the lyrics to that song. That just Cornell just nailed it with that title. And it's it encapsulates the, the darkness of that first Daniel Craig movie and that just knowing how we know the film plays out with, with Vesper and everything, and then Live and let die, of course. You know that again. That almost encapsulates everything that Bond's about, because he's, he's at peril. I think about all the times people are trying to kill him in that film, and um and he's just kind of sh- Roger Moore's just shrugging it all off. But there's that darkness, the darkness of the whole the whole barn Samadhi and all of the voodoo stuff going on around him. But it's in a nutshell. I know I'm kind of digressing a bit here, but GoldenEye seems... It's like the, the type... When you're picking the title of the song, it's just... It's naming it after an object, and it's like... Although it's great lyrics, it's just sort of... It feels... Called? Yeah, to I me, know. GoldenEye works. It's a great name. GoldenEye. It's just a, oh, great, it's, name. It's that's a why, great name. That's yeah, know, it's, it is a great that. name, yeah. I know. That's the thing. It's, it's, uh, it's a great name. It's, and it's similar to, like say, if you called... If there was a song called Octopussy, or if there was a song called Casino Royale, but... I mean, that's as much as I'm going to say about it because, like I said, this is this is me really digging ultra deep here. Yeah, but that's fair that, play. Like I, I think that um, actually,
0: "Live and Let Die," you know, my name and Goldfinger would be a great top three. <sighs> I'm now it's regretting defending Goldfinger so much that I'm losing my top one. Um, <laughs> do you know? Um, <laughs> do you know another thing? Um, <laughs> I should have let Goldfinger go ages ago. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon.
2: Oh it? no! I'll come. I'll come back to you. Like, it's so, a completely pointless thing I was going to say. If we got three, three in agreement that Gold and I would be number four, then
0: uh, apparently you're all sickos. And
2: <laughs> no, like... well, uh, you, you could have <laughs> defended me when nobody does it better. But you <laughs> sided with these two guys. I knew. I knew this was this, political. You sided <laughs> with the teacher and the journalist. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you told me you loved. Nobody does it better. Oh man, what's wrong with teachers and journalists? <laughs> I'm only kidding. We used to be trained journalists.
0: <laughs> Gordon, right. I'm going to give you a punishment exercise. Now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Gordon, and, and Steve, because you going
0: to write a hit piece.
3: Right. I, yeah. I'm going to write. I'm. I'm the BBC website tomorrow.
0: I think <laughs> I'm losing the room here with Gold and uh, I. <sighs> yeah, if it's not. If it's not going to make it... If you guys really feel that it's better than You Know My Name, then I can't... I can't win. I think you guys feel strongly on that one.
3: If you ran a marathon with 25 people and came fourth, you'd be pretty chuffed for yourself.
0: Yeah, and so would GoldenEye. (laughs) Well, it
3: should be number one, but anyways. Uh, How did
0: this this happen? Right, okay. I will concede I'm not going to be that guy. GoldenEye has been cut. We have our final three. Live and let die... By Wings, you know my name by Chris Cornell for Casino Royale and Goldfinger, Shirley Bassey. Which is our winner, guys? This I think it's going
1: to be I live and by let virtue of the
3: fact nobody has touched it, nobody has said one bad word about it, and it hasn't come up for cutting at all. So I think by virtue of that, Living Like Die kind of has to come top. Yep, yep.
0: I think yep. the only thing I would say on that is there's that's kind of an argument to make, but to me it's doesn't make it the winner, it it can make it a solid in the top three, because I think it it was... It was in the top three or five, and that's why I would never have optioned to have it cut, because I knew it was a strong one, but when I see Goldfinger, to me, that's the winner, but if Goldfinger... Let let, get Goldfinger, let, let Goldfinger let I, I will acknowledge that two people were trying to cut Goldfinger near the start of this podcast, <laughs> so uh, to try and argue that it's going to win now is going to be quite a difficult uphill battle.
1: But that's the you thing. say Liv- that, Liv- but... Living Let Die is so Bondo. Living Let Die is... The only reason I wouldn't put, you know, my name above it is because that's a, you know, I feel like Living Let Die is, it ticks every single box, every box that you would want in a James Bond film. It's got great orchestral stuff in it, it's got energy, it's got swagger, it's got punk attitude, we'll say, to be clear on what the attitude I'm describing is. It's got, um, it's Paul McCartney, for God's sake, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... It's just and and it's of it's when Roger Moore was younger and cooler. Do you know what I mean? Like that image of of him as this young, dynamic, cool guy. You know, um, everything about it. I think it's
2: just the name is great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like everything about it. You know? I know, we don't want to go too much into the scores, but I, I think this is relevant. See, "Living Like Die." Obviously, that's throughout the the, uh-huh. the score of the film it's, again, that's similar to My Majesty's Secret Service. That's almost like a substitute for the Bond theme. Yeah. Because there's there's all these, in, see, especially if you look at the situations in the film where Bond's in peril, the, there's a certain part of that song that continually repeats, and it works so well. You know, it's, it's in similar situations when Bond's in peril, where in previous films it may have actually played part of the Bond theme. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a real kind of, and it's, I mean, the song is, is so... Catch you. there's almost like four choruses in the one song yeah it's you know it's it's just yeah. it's incredible songwriting and i've said before i'm a big fan of not only the beatles but McCartney and wings in general and it's you know which i mean that doesn't really do it much harm and then i think as well i'm a big fan of chris cornell from all his work um shirley bass has done some killer songs even away from the 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 bond world yeah Okay. It's, um, yeah. Like I said, totally pointless exercise. But well, I, um, you're,
0: I mean, you're saying that, and I think, in a, yeah, we're not going to change the world with this debate. To me, I know. What, what I would argue, this is all about the power of debate and um, arguments, reasoning, things like that. That's that's what this is an exercise, and it well, just happens to be yeah, also yeah. really fun talking about things that we really like. Yes, yeah, it can get into the nitty gritty, yeah. and it comes across negative when you start tearing apart films that you really like, and that's a. It just has to be done, unfortunately, but there's always this caveat, might be unspoken sometimes, that we love all of this. Like, these are all... I love... I've said, you know my name, I would take out, but I still think it's a great song, and I think it fits that film. It just doesn't rank the same for me over certain other films. So I wouldn't say it's pointless. It's just, yeah, um, it can seem a bit no, negative. I I was,
2: yeah, I know I'm I'm just kidding on. <laughs>
0: right. It's, no, I'm, no, I'm enjoying
2: it. Yeah, cool. Uh, I mean, I think it is fun to
0: know,
1: like, as a group... Like each one of us would have personal lists that would be slightly different, but as a group, we've come up with a list to, together. Yeah, I think eventually
0: I mean? when I, am like... gonna
2: do my own personal for each one, so that the the true winner is revealed. Uh, no. oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> do you know where? Do you know what this? I was just thinking of something. This this would be similar to this is like um there's season. This is like two football teams that are going right to the wire in a league, and in the final day of the season, one of them wins the lead by about a bit of point and then it's like two mates in a pub arguing like oh who was actually the better team for the whole season and one of them would say oh we were the better team because we won but then somebody could say oh but then there was that refereeing decision that you shouldn't you shouldn't have had that penalty in that game in november so it's that's what it's like is like it's, it's splitting hairs which is it's just showing how powerful each of these yeah these chunks are in their you know their own right and then the structure
0: of the way we're doing it for me this is all about Transparency, right? So, say I have to release these as the Capiche winners, and loads of people read it and they'll go, "How the hell did live and Let Die win?" And they're arguing and all that. Well, these podcasts are the rationale for how we got there. That's the the evidence of this crew of people that the the, the results were the way they were. So that's kind of what they're for as well. Um, right? I think. Are we in agreement then? Live and Let Die is the winner? Or Steve? I, I don't. I mean, how do you feel? <laughs> I
2: still can't decide. <laughs> <things. laughs> I, I do agree it is, yeah. I, I, uh... I think it's between I think... Live and Let Die, Goldfinger, and You Know My Name. <laughs> Definitely one of them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gordon, for your insight into this. <laughs> this is uh, fantastic. Do you, know, do you know something I just became aware of, Steve? Because I can only see you guys a like, tiny wee picture at the corner of the screen. It's just the colouring of your screen, Steve. You're actually looking. It's, it reminds me of the cover of "No Time to Die." Single. Look at that. Look at the color. Like compared to Steve's picture, Do you know. What I think we talking about yeah. me, Steve Barry. I don't. I don't. I don't mean you looking like Billy I was, It's just the fact you're so your picture's <laughs> so small there. You're just like a, a a dark figure. Look at the look at the <laughs> single cover there. Or you maybe can't see that, but if you look at it on your just Google it, it's, <laughs> you just it's as though I can see the single cover of "No Time to Die." There we go. That's that's what I was going for.
0: Uh, Aye. right, so I ask again, what do we feel is the winner then?
2: One of those three for sure.
3: I think it's gonna have to be a living Let because I'm, I'm gonna switch if I'm switching from objectivity to personal preference, then yes, living let it die with the other two as runners up, I think it has to be.
0: Yeah. Fran obviously feels that way. Gordon, what's your
2: thoughts? <laughs> uh I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I need to give an answer. I'm afraid yes. so. I, I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's so hard to For me, I think it's between it's... having like dying goldfinger, but I just I just can't decide. Yeah, the thing is if you choose goldfinger, even if Stephen Barry agrees between nothing can happen. Yeah. So I I I I'm gonna concede on
0: my Goldfinger fight just on the basis that two people tried to cut it really early and, and, and this debate in a sense is trying to be a collective debate and a collective discussion. Yeah. My own personal top ten will take into account and I will rank them accordingly, but as a group reading the room, I'm I'm conceding. I, I don't feel it's you know my name though, so that's why I would I would fight it on that if we were fighting those two. But I think if "Live and Let Die" is the is the one, then I'm, I'm I can see that as the winner.
2: Oh, I think we have a decision.
0: Hey, well, Gordon, do you do you want to fight for Goldfinger more, or is that you? You okay? My on?
2: final answer is I don't have an answer.
0: Okay, that's uh.
2: I'll, I you, think in that case can we a majority decision. Abstain. To, uh, ab- yeah, yeah, I'm uh, abstaining,
0: yeah. Right, okay, then we will give it to Live and Let Die as the winner of the best Bond theme. After the actual Bond theme, the Doctor No James Bond theme is clearly the winner, but uh, after the, the small, in brackets, tiny font, Live and Let Die is the other best Bond theme. Uh, so congratulations to Paul McCartney and Wings, followed by the runners-up uh, Chris Cornell's You Know My Name from Casino Royale and Goldfinger, sung by Shirley Bassey and, uh, uh, well, from jo- uh, John Barry, of course.
2: Um, and lyrics by, um, was it Leslie Brickus?
0: Oh, right, okay. Didn't know that, actually.
2: Yeah, um, just nah, just a, maybe a, a point worth, uh, worth bringing up. You crazy, absolute madmen...
1: Uh, I've actually kept me up to ten to nine now, anyway. So I'm going to be doing some work this evening, ladies and yeah, gentlemen.
0: Sorry about that. You were wanting to finish. <laughs> what time is it? Half seven, did you say? Yeah, over an hour and twenty minutes ago. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to shoot off like
1: post haste. Cool. Um, Appreciate you staying on. Say. No problem. I mean, I I, I love the whole. Uh, I like tactical maneuvers. Uh, like I, I, I always see it as like a strategic game. Uh-huh. Like my my objective was to keep you know my name into the top three, and I managed it.
0: Uh, I'm happy. Don't say that because that my objective was to keep Goldeneye in the top three, and, <laughs> and in fact my top three were Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, and Goldfinger, I think. And I cut Tomorrow Never really early this, so I switched to you know um the world is not enough, and then that get cut, and then Goldeneye get cut, so yeah that's... that's the
1: thing like I knew that any so obviously cutting any song apart you know what I mean even some of my own like, it just reduced the... Ch- Do you know what I mean? That's no. closer and closer and closer. And it's like, any time you see an alliance forming between two people, you can make a decision to join them, and then it's a dead cert. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, right, okay, we can get another one out here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. quite funny. So it's, that's why, like, on occasion... That's why, in, as soon as... i sitting, like, best pals with Gordon and Steve, and other times, like... Me and you, like basically the two Steves and me fighting against Gordon. Do you know what I mean? Like I had no loyalty whatsoever.
0: As soon as one of you mentioned Golden Eyes to get cut, I was—I could see the tide <laughs> turning. I was like, "Oh God, no, no! Cut their mics, cut!" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah,
1: mute the mics. Uh, in this debate. Yeah. mute the mics. Don't let them speak.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah brilliant that's been fun we'll end this it's still recording so we will end this we will be returning the next time probably a week from now to take on the next category which will be the worst bond theme so we're not completely off the themes and then we will be revealing what the next ones are then but uh thanks for listening if you've still been listening to all of this and thanks guys for joining this has been fantastic we'll see you next week bye-bye